0: So, hello there, and welcome to TapCalf Transmissions, our Star Wars book club, book club podcast where we talk about so far a bunch of legend stuff. Uh, last week, or not last week, last episode, which was like three weeks ago, we talked about the famous foundational comic book series, Dark Empire. And today we're going to be talking about Dark Empire 2, the sequel comic book series. We're going to be talking about all six issues. Uh, with next episode, we're going to cover Empire's End, which kind of concludes the Dark Empire storylines. Uh, joining me, as always, is my co-host with the mohost host Mr. Justin Eckhart Slatter. How you doing, Justin? Wow, Corey, you sound like shit. I do sound like shit. And as you pointed out, I am Corey. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit sick still. Uh, so... That's okay. We're probably going to cut um, a lot of that the preamble a, that we usually do and just talk about yeah. Dark Empire so I don't completely lose my voice.
1: Yeah, so usually guys we do a news uh, roundup, we talk about our personal lives, usually I have Corey a little bit of relationship advice if he's lucky, um, but today we're probably going to get right into the comic. We've got five, wait, six issues, right? Yeah, six uh, issues of Dark Empire 2 to get through. Um so, yeah, so we're just probably going to get right into that. Uh, will we read the emails at the end, though?
0: Yes, we do have two emails that we've received this week. Uh, if you would like to email us with any questions about either what we're going to talk about right now or for the Empire's End content, which should be next week, we're going to figure out exactly Tentatively. when that's. Yeah, tentative schedule there. Uh, if you want to email us at tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com, that's T A P C A F transmissions. Uh, or mm-hmm. now. You can even tweet at us, at TapCalfTransmissions yes. on Twitter. Did you make it without the E as well? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm running into a few problems because uh, we chose a really stupid name for our podcast, and um, Twitter is limited to 15 characters, and I think TapCalf is 16. Tap Transmissions, sorry, I think is like 16. So uh, I'm, I'm struggling right now. All right, so you um, haven't picked It's not been a good yet. day. <coughs> well, I... If you search TapCalf transmissions, it should still come up. I'll probably retweet it um, from my personal Twitter account. Um, what about TapCaf podcast? Like, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. We have the Twitter handle. There we go. So at TapCalf podcast, I'm just going to I'm just going to do this right now because somebody listening will will claim this before. Okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. We're good. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Crisis averted.
0: The the Twitter handles ours. We're really good at our jobs, uh, but yeah. So how? Let's just get straight into it. how did you enjoy Dark Empire two.
1: It's really a a downgrade from Dark Empire one in almost all aspects. Um, the one thing I wasn't expecting, but I really kind of noticed was the art quality I thought went right went down pretty significantly even though it is the same artist it's cam Kennedy again um, like the the art is one of the most redeeming qualities of dark Empire for me um, so I was kind of disappointed in how it looked uh, otherwise the story is it's kind of it's pretty weird because not a whole lot happens <laughs> in six yeah. issues um, it there's a lot of retreading um stuff from dark empire one um yeah
2: what about you
0: yeah it, i kind of had the same impression where there's not a lot that happens there's a lot of stuff that kind of gets introduced but then three pages later max mm-hmm. it all goes away uh, mm-hmm. and like you get a lot of little individual scenes with certain characters like boba fett shows up a lot but he also does nothing he's basically just team rocket where he'll show up and like, yeah. ha, I got you now, Han. And then he just blasts off again. And it's it's kind of yeah, not great.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, it is. You messaged me this today. It does kind of start off in a kind of strange way. Um, we get Cam uh, Solusar being introduced kind of out of the blue. Um, originally, it was planned that we'd see the backstory. And actually, in the audio drama, you do get to see the... The introduction between Cam and Luke and Cam is still uh, a dark Jedi and Luke kind of um, moves him to the light side so the audio production actually picks up before the uh, Dark Empire 2 and it, it really helps kind of make, uh, like it makes more sense that way I guess because it is very abrupt he, he's like oh we got a new Jedi and then we get literally four more join the club by the end of it um, so yeah yeah, I, I legitimately
0: thought I had missed something, so I spent almost mm-hmm. as much time as I spent reading the first issue as I did just looking for whatever it was I had missed, and then it turned out I had not, in fact, missed anything. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just, okay, this,
1: this all just happened, and great. Yeah, um, I, I think there was originally more supplementary material planned, uh, but obviously we didn't get a whole lot of that and it really kind of speaks to the weakness of the comic book medium when telling I think well not, not weakness, but just the different strengths of comic books versus novels. Like the Thrawn trilogy, every single thing is laid out. It's very clean, the continuity is almost perfect. Stuff does happen off screen quite frequently, but it's explained. But in the comic, you know, there's a lot that Kind of even like, yeah. There's a lot that just sort of happens, and you kind of got to live with it. Yeah,
0: but I feel like even uh, Dark Horse and other Star Wars comics has done a much better job than they did here. Uh, in like oh yeah, the Thron Tr- in the Thrawn comics, in uh, the Rogue Squadron comics, in Legacy, uh, mm-hmm. it's just there. There's a lot that happens that just ends up feeling kind of unnecessary, or where if they had just like picked certain things to introduce and not other things, they would have had more time to do the other important stuff, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Some of that comes to like behind the scenes stuff too. Like we know that, I don't know if it was dark horse, I assume was being a little picky about timing and funding. And I believe that's why Kim Kennedy ended up not, uh, being a part of dark empire three or sorry, empire's end. So there's definitely a battle with budget and timing, um, mm-hmm they're getting a lot of content out relatively quickly, so I imagine some of that can explain uh, the pacing issues and the continuity issues. It's not really continuity, it's just it is more pacing, I guess. Yeah, I'd I'd never bothered
0: trying to figure out, like, which Dark Jedi or Palpatine Associate was which, because it's all just different silhouettes uh, that look fairly similar, and then they all just die in one stroke after doing nothing, so whatever. It doesn't
1: help, too, that, like... Other than the Sedris. names of Dark and em- like of people in Dark Empire is very kind of eccentric. Like the naming convention is weird. Like we get what? zekernist I don't even know how you say his name. Sedrus, Tendrin, Shaw, it's like there's a very specific way that the Yeah. Yeah. So it th- doesn't help with the confusion because it all is very kind of unique to Dark Empire, so it does kind of get mixed up in my head at least a little bit.
0: Yeah, you get, like, <sighs> Nefta and Sadi at the end of the first issue where they're trying mm-hmm. to destroy all the Palpatine clones that Luke didn't destroy. And Cedrus yeah. walks in and is like, okay, so are these guys important? Not oh, epic. no, they're, they're one of Palpatine's best friends? He has friend? Nope, <laughs> they're dead. Never mind. And then you get uh, yeah. the other two Dark Jedi later on in the series where... Palpatine gives them force powers and then they also immediately yeah, die a, to uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: rookie Jedi. To the
1: tree or no, yeah, it's yeah,
0: yeah. Cedrus dies to the tree. I don't think Ubnar yeah, actually needed then, to sacrifice himself there, but hey, what do I know? Yeah. Modern an Like he tree? had
1: him tied up, like Luke probably could have just stabbed him or something. Yeah, but no biggie.
0: Everyone else got
1: stabbed or cut in half in like one go. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I I guess he just he was like God damn, I'm tired of living. He was just like looking for an excuse, like he was is being so dramatic. Like someone forgets to water him one day and he's like, Guess I'll blow up <laughs> It's like I've been alive for five thousand goddamn years. Well then we do get ago.
0: the uh the new netty baby Jedi that gets uh put in the ground there when he blows up, and I'm sure that'll pay off somewhere, right? Right? Yeah. He'll get
1: mentioned again. I'm. it's kind of um surprising too, speaking of like payoff. That the, um, the Dark Jedi killing Palpatine's clones. I'm surprised there's not like Crimson Empire didn't make a Karnor Jack's connection with them, too. Mm-hmm. Because why not just say that Karnor was paying them off? And I, I'd kind of thought that that happened, and I went back to check, and it, no, it was only the, the doctor that he'd been paying mm-hmm. off. But, like, they're killing all the clones the way they do is a little bit contrived. Um, so that would have been some helpful rationale i guess well palpatine ended up just on, being obviously.
0: like right around the corner too when this is all going on <laughs> yeah. like, okay they, they just not even bother looking palpatine's like i can't find my pants <laughs> like, i
1: can't confront them yet. is that why his robe
0: is so big yeah damn i think yeah. he just uncovered something palpatine's genitals
1: well he un- yeah he uncovered something in his fight with luke <laughs> then he found out uh any battles where he's hanging dong he's just like much much less effective
2: um yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's let's start from the beginning though. Let's let's go let's go to Balmora. I do like the very first panel has a nice Victory Star Destroyer design on it like the very clear Victory um, cuz it's got that With the little towers, antenna thing. yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um and I guess that's supposed to be it's the Avenger. Is that like the Avenger?
0: Like Vader's ship? Uh previously known Avenger from
1: the movies. Yeah. Cause that, that's Vader's ship, right? Isn't Vader's yeah, ship? Yeah, I, I don't think
0: it's intended to be to be the same Avenger. I don't think. But I have um, a I have difficulty telling apart allegiances and ISTs in Dark Empire, so I'm not I'm not a good one to talk to mm-hmm.
2: about that.
1: Yeah. Well it says it says that on the wiki that it was vader's ship so or sorry not not vader's ship that it was the same avenger maybe. so
0: yeah but i uh, yeah i guess maybe that it was intended that way maybe not but but they... vaders is
1: sorry vaders is the devastator though i guess the uh, Aven- i was thinking that vaders was the avenger yeah yeah um yeah is that the one that gets ion cannoned? or no mm-hmm. that's the that's the one that turns into the rebel dream Oh, there's too many goddamn star destroyers, <laughs> Palpatine. What were you doing? <laughs> Need to do
0: a video talking about all twenty five thousand of them individually.
1: I did do a video where I tracked down the um, all of the super star destroyers mentioned in Legends, uh, or all the dreadnoughts of different types, and there's like sixty of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I wonder how many star destroyers have actually been properly accounted for
0: probably about th- like 300 That's my guess that that's a good guess let's
1: that's do the over guess. under at
0: 300 what are you saying
1: it's hard because like you know that like oh Marvel comic like some Marvel comic names one <laughs> once or like this random RPG campaign thing mentions one I'd say over you're doing over all right
0: yeah yeah but how do, how do you So, is it just that how many are named somewhere, or how many are, like, we know kind of what happens to them at some point? Just named. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably over, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's list them all for the rest of the episode.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, we'll start off with Stormhawk. Electo
0: Avenger. Um, (laughs) We need to start with all the ones that are in the Empire at War name (laughs) (laughs) files.
2: No, um, oh my God,
0: for... I. I don't know if you can hear this. Yeah. Alexa, stop. <laughs>
1: I said Alexa. Alexa, name every Star Destroyer. <laughs> okay, well, Alexa's going to be demanding royalties now from appearing on this podcast. Oh, A little machine that we don't get paid. <laughs> third co-host, Alexa. Uh, anyway, so we get to the Battle of Balmora. Which I actually think is pretty cool. What, what What are your thoughts on Balmora?
0: I've always found the Balmoran droids to be one of the weirder parts of Dark Empire, which is saying something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. between that and between just needing to throw in Captain Veers there, that's always, it's yeah, never that really, really sat strange. well with me. Uh, I do yeah. like the idea that Veers is like out there somewhere and this lets him be that because he gets mentioned in some other... Or it's mostly like a, a source book background stuff that he gets mentioned in afterwards, but this does mm-hmm. open up the nece- necessity of him to be alive by this point. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not really going to give Dark Empire credit for allowing other cool things to happen later. But
1: and It's also supposed to be Veer's son working for the Alliance at this point. Zev, or whatever his name is. Mm. Which is kind of strange. Do you think it's a retcon... Or sorry, do you think it's a mistake that he's called Captain Veers, or is it is he intended to have been demoted for some reason? I don't think it was intended to be him.
0: Oh, really? I don't think it was. Like, if I were to put my money down, I would say whoever wrote that wasn't intending it to be General Veers. They just wanted a recognizable name for Imperials. And they went with huh It was supposed to, because, like everyone else in star wars is related this is just supposed to be yeah. Avers, and that is just supposed to be like a big imperial family okay. that is my fair enough that's not that's not a bad uh, call and then it just ended up getting turned into yeah that's actually him
1: yeah uh okay that, that's definitely possible uh, I, I could see that uh but yeah so the battle basically the empire uh is trying to take this factory world um which was aligned with the empire but now that palpatine's fallen and things are kind of in chaos they want uh they're selling to the alliance so they want full independence um and there's kind of like a trade-off with the first attack the empire who's being led by cedrus this this uh little army is being led by cedrus Uh, they think that they've got the Balmorans in a trap because they've got these new shadow droids, which I quite like. Um, And then the Balmorans, they've got their own uh, special droid. So it's kind of like, one thing that this comic series has a lot of is like escalating technology. And uh, we see a lot of that during this battle. What do you think of the shadow droids, by the way?
0: Yeah, we kind of get that throughout All of Dark Empire, uh, Mm -hmm. just the escalation. You can't
1: pierce their shields. Yeah,
0: and it there's some Dragon Ball Z level power creep that happens. But what what do you think of uh, Mister Cedric Kegalok? What's
1: uh, what's your take on Cedric? I don't know. He's got like a bit of Cade Skywalker to Mm -hmm. him, (laughs) with like the he's like a very edgy (coughs) looking. Um, I don't know. He's He's fine. Um, yeah, so I, I don't really feel.
0: I have I have a bit of headcanon here, where to me Cedris is at least part Nagai.
1: Okay, I mean he does he does look like the Nagai have their hair like that. He's very, yeah, I, I can see it. He looks like a Nagai. I, I like that bit of headcanon. Like it's supported by absolutely
0: nothing, but. He's pale enough and edgy enough that he's to yeah, me. Yeah, he's got the he's, uh, the hair. He's, and the guy.
1: he's Yeah, okay.
0: So for those of you who uh, who didn't read it, Cedrus is basically the new Imperial commander, who's kind of Invader's old position, uh, and in Luke's old position. So I don't think he, I don't think he comes up in anything else. No,
1: I mean, that's a lot of Dark Empire. Yeah, but he, he's a, he's a um, pretty
0: prominent character in Dark Empire. So, like, it kind of makes sense that Nist doesn't come up really.
1: Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, he feels prominent, but he's killed by what? A tree. Issue 5? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in Dark Empire 2 is, like, the least important of the Dark Empires. So, I mean...
0: But you'd still think, like... A couple mentions yeah.
1: somewhere, maybe, but... Yeah, but I mean, you'd also think, like, yeah. No, I, I do get what you're saying. It It, it is a little odd, um,
0: so yeah. Or even just, like, kind of a backstory for him to come up, with, like, oh, it's another mm-hmm. one of Luke's 73 failed apprentices from before he restarted yeah. the Academy.
1: Like, I'm surprised, like, Abel Pina didn't do something like that, or... Yeah. Like even Pablo, like just in some random hyperspace article or something, like that would have been the perfect uh, place to address something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, good point. Um,
0: so, do, do you have a, a favorite one of the droids, like Shadow
1: Droid Viper? Uh, yeah, I, I quite like the sh- the Shadow Droids. Um, they kind of remind me of like uh, Death Troopers. Hmm. From like the new canon, because especially because like they like buzz to each other. Let's yeah. Um, bl- yeah. the the way that they're like uh, screech is kind of portrayed reminds me of how like the 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 death troopers have like the scrambled communications and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, I don't know the idea of like having brains like in a droid like just kind of in some sort of vat is kind of cool and very. Uh, gross dark i guess yeah i like the look of the um what are they called again like the the turbo laser towers uh they don't appear they appear in dark empire one i don't think they're in dark empire two yeah the
0: um, uh what did you call them in tr the XR? yeah xrd5s but you yeah. call them something when complaining about them in tr <laughs> i
1: can't remember wheelie boys <laughs> Um. What about you? Which, which one? Do you have any any preference?
0: I gotta go with Shadow Joys, too. The, like, I think if the SD9s and 10s weren't there, like, the Vipers are weird mm. to me, but I don't mind them as much. It's just the yeah. the SD9s and 10s that I particularly dislike.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're not very Star Warsy. Like, Star Wars doesn't really go with mechs very often. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't know i i guess they're not really mechs. i think they're just like humanoid yeah they're kind of like dark
0: trooper phase threes almost (laughs) Mm -hmm. large but i'm yeah i'm not sure if i feel it's less star warsy than the humvee at the start of dark empire one i've been kind of going back (laughs) and forth on that
1: yeah no i i agree with that um the yeah the, I I don't know the Viper's just a little goofy looking to me because it's like supposed to be this really powerful thing and it's got like whiskers and like it's like a big bug <laughs>
0: yeah but I um, like I that I can see being more Star Warsy it's it's mm-hmm. a
1: little Cthulhu y actually but uh, it is I was I was just about to say that it's a little Cthulhu y but yeah. Uh, how come the, uh, how come the shadow droid's not in, uh, Thrawn's Revenge?
0: Uh, it's not yet in
1: Thrawn's Revenge.
0: That's why. Okay. You want to make the model? No, I don't. Okay, well. I mean, I do, but I can't. (laughs) Just send me a box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go, bud. But now we have a lot more artists, so it's possible it'll happen sooner than later. Huh. I also just noticed that you can actually see, after the Battle of Balmora, you can actually see the alliance with a uh, World Devastator in their fleet. I didn't notice that.
2: Yeah.
1: It looks like it's pumping out uh, Corvettes and stuff. It's pretty cool. Is it using that as a hangar, or is it using just... I think that's like the furnace, so I think those are probably new ships. Mm.
0: Fully crewed? I I think so. Or it might just be positioning. But.
1: Yeah, it, it's possible.
0: But there's also the the ships that look like World Devastators but aren't which I mm-hmm. that isn't but it's yeah, that's no, definitely like, world
1: Devastator. The weird... That's like this book does a that's lot. It's probably the most classic
0: Sorry, depiction of the World Devastator.
1: That is, yeah. Cuz yeah. the That'd Dark Empire really...
0: one ones were all a lot more unique, but that's very much the Mhm. The standard one, yeah. so
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, this book does, a, or sorry, these comics do kind of what the Marvel comics did as well. With the they have lots of like sort of Corellian looking ships, they take yeah. like the basic idea of a Corellian corvette and they stretch it out or add extra engines and stuff. I quite like that, um, because Corellian ships are supposed to be really modular and you know, lots of designs based on this, like one kind of design family and you get lots of that if you there's like certain whenever they show the rebel fleet in certain uh, marvel comic arts it's just like that with different sort of corvettes and i think that's where the dp20 originally came from um Mm. but yeah so that's kind of cool
0: yeah that makes our jobs a lot easier too for tr yeah
1: just like add an extra engine baby you got a brand new ship going you know what's a cool ship you guys need to add to uh, Republic Out or Fall the Republic? Nope. Podcast over. You no know what? <laughs> I caught myself before it was even out, so I don't want to hear it. The uh the the ship the Jedi have, um John Thor. No, the the one where they go to Illum, it's uh
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, in the Clone Wars, the episode with the, the droid.
1: Uh it's that sounds Grucible. right. Yeah, Paladin-class <coughs> Corvette. It's got such a cool design. Um, you can actually see it throughout the Clone Wars, like, in the background sometimes. Mm. Um, I notice that a lot when I'm re-watching the show. Uh, like, after a, a ship appears for the first time, it's like every episode they do something in the background, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a really, really cool design, in my opinion. you got to add that. Yeah,
0: in. so that's actually something we've both been doing is rewatching the Clone Wars to get ready for uh, for the Clone Wars Season 7 six seven yeah seven yeah seven yeah. uh so maybe we'll do like a special episode at some point
1: yeah
0: i was Getting just ready thinking for that. that either before or after some of it's out just uh to...
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah because there's 12 episodes i believe one a week yeah um so it's not really going to be practical to cover i'd love to cover every episode but and maybe like that's something we could consider for mando season two mm-hmm. um where it's much more well, I guess it's not much more manageable, but it is more manageable. <laughs> it's two episodes um, more manageable. Wasn't it eight, for mando Is it
0: eight? I thought it was ten, but it, no, you're, I think you're right. It's eight.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's just let's just, let's just get sidetracked for a second. How far are you in Clone Wars? What's your favorite episode been so far? And um, yeah, well, like what what are your impressions? I'm
0: uh, a decent way into Season 3 right now still. I I was going a lot slower than I wanted to, but I picked up the pace in the mm-hmm. last couple of days. But yeah. I I did like the Mandalore arc, which I know is like probably one of the most controversial things to say
1: on the internet. But, eh. because, you mean just because of like the pacifist Mandalore? Yeah, and stuff? but I thought the arc itself yeah. was really well done. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, the design of Mandalore too. Yeah,
0: and just you get to see a side of Obi-Wan that you don't usually get to see and I think Obi-Wan is the character that benefits most from the series Uh, Mm -hmm. but one of the things that's been kind of weird to me is that the uh, just the way certain relationships work where like Anakin almost spends more time with Mace Windu than with Obi-Wan Yeah, (laughs) especially in season 2 I don't know if that's going to continue on in season 3 I don't remember but
1: not really with mace, but he definitely spends like they definitely are split up um, What's like, you know, Anakin's with the 501st uh, a lot of the time and What's the name of Obi-Wan Star Destroyer again? <sighs> I Can't remember because 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 Anakin usually has the resolute that's one thing I quite like about the ship how like they give like each of the main Jedi, like, you know, like, Plo Koon has his own, uh, like, you know, like he's got, like, Plo's bros and all that, like, all those guys. Anakin's got the Resolute and the 501st, so you know, like, if Anakin's coming, he'll probably have, um, you know, it's just cool how, like, you can expect Anakin to have the Resolute. You kind of know what sort of assets he has, like, you know, learn will probably be there. Um, I don't remember what the name of Obi-Wan's ship is, though. But yeah, sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
0: Was it The Negotiator?
1: I don't know. It I think he, he had two. Oh, yeah, because... Isn't it's something and then The Negotiator, I think.
0: Or Negotiator one and one then it... Up? Yeah. Um, it might be Negotiator that, that dies and then he gets something else after. It's like a,
1: right, because I actually just watched that Ian, episode. Um, and I... I want to say they get trapped, but I it think that's blown cocoons. up. Um, because it gets blown up when they're when Ahsoka gets captured mm-hmm. by Hondo because he's he's on his way to save her. And it's it's not even like a major battle. It's just kind of something that happens. Like it, it's basically just a reason for him not to be able to save her. Um, but it's cool how like you know whenever Obi wans there, you know like he's got Cody and the clones of like the two twelve. I think is his. And then Anakin's uh, got Rex and all the clones there. Um, but yeah, so do you have a, that's your favorite arc? What have your thoughts been generally? I guess
0: I've enjoyed it watching it through this time a lot more than I did before, especially since I skipped a good part of season one. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I think it's been Which I think overall is an enjoyable show. The first season, though, I think is like in a lot of ways just bad. The first season in the movie or I, yeah. I don't enjoy them. Uh, but I think once you get past that, because I think in the first scene, there's a lot of, like, the whole Clone Wars take place on Naboo, and then mm-hmm. it's kind of...
1: Yeah. The uh, The Ryloth arc is season one, right? And the, the Malevolence I one, if... I guess that's the... Yeah, uh, like Storm on Malevolence and is
0: really early on.
1: Yeah, I think Malevolence is like this at right after the first episode. Yeah, um, those ones are cool. But yeah, I, I agree. I th- I think you can, like, whenever you go on like Reddit or Twitter or wherever, people are like, you gotta watch every episode. But really, like, you don't. Yeah,
0: um, watch the first season until Malevolence gets destroyed, then skip until season two. That's kind of <laughs> and that's like
1: literally episode four. I think yeah. that happens.
0: There's one episode, then there's Malevolence rising, destroy Malevolence, grievous intrigue, destroy Malevolence. But, I, yeah. but yeah, it, I'm not a huge season one fan, but I'm really looking forward to, I don't think I've ever actually watched a good part of season five or six, mm-hmm. and that seems to be yeah. when it's the best. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to that. I've been really enjoying seasons two and three though. So
1: season three is really cool because you get lots of, you see, I think that's that has the Senate arc in it. Um, yeah. Which is really uh, fun. Well, I I think that's my. It's the
0: last actually. part of, of season two that has like the Anaconda Far assassination and stuff. That one, or yeah. are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I afterwards? mean, there's like there's that one, and then there's the stuff afterwards with like the banking clan, right?
0: Okay. Um, where we get the but... the symbol for the banking clan in their little room thing that never comes up anywhere else. Oh, is that
1: really? Oh, yeah, I didn't that's know where that. we got
0: the icon for. The Republic
1: oh interesting
0: but uh but yeah so yeah, Cedrus is uh, is a cool guy
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely have something coming up for the podcast on the Clone Wars but we'll we'll try to stay on yeah maybe we next. should
1: just do yeah maybe once your demo just do like a series recap or something All or right. like a I don't know Anyway, sorry about that, guys. Let's get back on topic.
0: Um, <laughs> I may not have a voice so, by the time we get to issue six, so I'm <laughs>
1: well, that's okay. We're like halfway through issue one. So okay, <laughs> we're we're right on
0: track. Forty minutes in, halfway through issue one, we'll be done by midnight.
1: So, Cam Solusar joins the New Republic. Everyone trusts him. No questions <laughs> asked, even though he was just recently a Dark Jedi. Uh, um. Uh, oh, so I, I guess the next major thing after that is the kind of issue. So, what's the name of the guy on Balmora again? Um, uh, Governor ber, 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 ber. Beltane. Yeah. Is it? so? Beltane, yeah. So, he decides basically to work with the Alliance, and the Alliance comes up with this plan to basically sneak into BIS, which is the Imperial uh, throne world at this time. It's where Palpatine's centered. It's where. Our The galaxy gun is being built, and the fleet is there, largely. Um, So there's kind of like... The heroes kind of go in three directions, or four directions, I guess. You've got Luke uh, and Cam go off to Ossis, which is like an ancient Jedi world. Uh, We've got Lando, the droids, and uh, shock troopers going to Biss. We've got um, Han and Leia going to Nar And then... They go to New Alderaan and then splitting off from them, we have like Sala and the others who are also going to Bes to try to get their ship back. So we kind of have four plot lines um, hmm. that we can, and then they kind of end up sort of in the same place at the end. Not all of them, but they, they kind of do end up winding back together. Yeah, they end up all on New Alderaan except for the Bes assault. Well the Bys Assault they they end up too because they they go back in the with the pirates, they get rescued oh, right, remember, yeah. at the very end. The the not the pirates. Stopping but. the assault in order. Yeah. 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 So I guess what I think the first one that's really that we go through is the journey back to Nar Shada and I know kind of how you feel about that. You're not Well, I know how you feel about Boba Fett being so uh, Prominent. Personally, I think the whole going back to Narshada is kind of a waste. I do like that they go back for Vima because she's kind of an interesting character, but it's just like a lot more of what we got in like the second and third issue, or the third and fourth issue of Dark Empire 1. Yeah. It's like being chased through Narshada. It's kind of a waste.
0: Yeah, it, it's really unnecessary. Like, because Boba is put there partially because they just want to do Boba Fett's cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And then. The rest, like you're saying, is very similar to what we get with uh, with Dark Empire 1. It's just they're looking for Vima. They get her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Attacked by Boba. Chewie gets shot. Oh, wait. No, actually just a flesh wound. Uh, Chewie steals yeah. his helmet. And then, uh, oh, wait. He had a spare of his dad's precious mm-hmm. helmet that was very uh, <laughs> very precious to him. But there is, it's got a brain in it. Yeah, there there's one key moment in the Narsida arc (laughs) with Boba Fett, which uh, I messaged (laughs) you about, and I think it was very rude of Han to bring up. Um, (laughs) I believe this is an issue too, Uh, and poor Boba Fett, like, he's been through enough, and after he shoots Chewbacca, Chewbacca had attacked him, this is fair enough, but... Boba Fett shoots Chewbacca and they say to him if Chewie's hurt you can start kissing your mother's picture goodbye Fett
1: (laughs) yikes his mother's a tube (laughs) and his his, his daddy's (laughs) jism. is that how you think the clones were made? They just got Django fed to jizz into a. T- <laughs> it's like Django, buddy, I know you're tired. I know it's mostly just sand coming out at this point, but you need to keep going. A million more, well on the way. <laughs> Django, do not go over to her house. We need the new batch tonight.
0: It really just puts the bad batch in a new light. He was drunk that night. <laughs>
1: Oh God! Oh man! What's the uh, what's the Kami uh, Noen again? What's her name? Um, uh, uh, Kosai. The, like the chief one. Yeah, <laughs> Django. If you're, if you're going out on the night, if you're going out on the club tonight, you're taking Kosai <laughs> with you just in case. <laughs> so there was also speaking of Boba Fett backstory.
0: There was, yeah, I was just gonna uh, that. the Imperials, when he's getting hired by them and telling him his rates, go, actually, we're going to pay you less. <laughs> go fuck yourself, Boba. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say yeah. they know he's a former stormtrooper.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's one that they even ever tried to retcon later. I think they just kind of left that as it was. Yeah, <laughs> like let's just hope no one reads this panel. Well, are you are gonna say they were wrong. <laughs> or oh, It's just bullshit. These
0: these yeah. people were wrong. That's always a or it was just an excuse. Things. Like yeah. no, that character was or just an idiot. excuse
1: to strong arm him. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, an issue two dark troopers. Um, mm. not to be confused not, with regular
0: not, dark troopers or other dark troopers. Yes.
1: Or not to be confused with shadow troopers, or black hole troopers, or the three or four other variants of troopers that have dark armor. These are just... Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're... uh, They're the
1: (laughs) force-sensitive ones. Right. Yeah, they they are. Because they can... Yeah. They're like... They're also, like, the, they're supposed to be the best of the best. Like, how many different Stormtrooper types are, like, referred to as being the best of the best? <laughs>
0: uh, all of them, actually, at all points, yeah. are always the best yeah. of the best. Mm-hmm. But there is a pretty key plot point we skipped over at the end of issue one. Uh, really? The, a little guy you may know as Mr. Sheev comes back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we might want to mention that.
1: Well, we did kind of mention it, because yeah, we, we talked about, about how group, he wasn't... But. Yeah, so he comes back, uh, he's young and sexy again, um, and yeah, he's overseeing, I don't, do we get the Galaxy Unintroduced? I don't think an No, issue I nine, think that's but. issue three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's got these new, I mean, he has, obviously, he's got these new Dark Jedi working for him, even more than uh, he did in issue one, or sorry, in Dark Empire one, so he's kind of trying to manage them. Right now, Cedric is like hot shit for him. Um, but he's also pretty concerned about capturing the Jedi twins and the new Jedi coming from Leia.
0: Yeah, like he he basically calls Cedric's boy in this one, and then just wants to kill him later. But uh, Palpatine is super weird in Darkly. Like just the the way it portrays people as like his friends and my boy and buddy and all that stuff. It, yeah. It's a lot more personal, like the, less paternal.
1: In the audio production, he calls Leia his daughter. And he calls Luke his son. That
0: that's more um, Palpatine. He basically always when he's trying to get people to do stuff for him, and he's trying to sweet talk them, He's more paternal uh, you're when right. it's his. But he
1: has no reason to sweet talk these. Like they're already working. Yeah, him,
0: like the with his yeah. minions, he's supposed to be kind of like, do what I say, and. <laughs> Ooh. with uh yeah I can do him pretty well when I turned on like there I'm not gonna lie uh what mm. but the just like the idea that palpatine has friends is actually just weird to
2: me
1: yeah no I agree sorry I didn't mean to make that so loud either <laughs> uh yeah I mean there's a lot of to be fair I mean this was pretty early on. Like, as we talked about last episode, there wasn't, a, you know, the yeah. whole... Yeah, no, that, it, it's fair Because we do see Palpatine buddy-buddy in Return of the Jedi with those... Um... Ewoks? With, like, his... It was a cut squad. scene. But... No, like, the... Uh... Like, he's, you know, he's always chatting with those guys with, like, the the funny hats and stuff. <laughs> like, his inner circle. Yeah, And, like, he does seem kind of buddy-buddy, because, buddy like, you see him just, like, walk off, talk to them, like... And, like, he takes his bros with him in a shuttle. Like, maybe they were, like, maybe he was sitting alone meditating, but maybe also they were, like, playing Heads Up 7-Up or, like, <laughs> I don't think anyone plays or... Heads Up
0: 7-Up seven after seventh grade.
1: Well, certainly not with a Force user. It's really easy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already know who you're going to pick. <laughs> Man, the Empire sucks. I always lose a Heads Up 7-Up with Palpatine. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, Palpatine's version of cheating at Heads Up Seven Up would just be not even putting <coughs> his head down and just waiting for someone to try to call him on it.
0: <laughs> you don't want to fuck with me.
1: It's like that's like have you ever seen those videos where Putin's playing ice hockey? Yeah, um, it's like everyone's pretending he's like NHL caliber. You can hardly
2: skate.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna need to find a new co-host when. Justin mysteriously disappears <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah uh, I'm I'm willing to make the the strong stance here that Dark Empire 2 issue 2 is the most disposable piece of Star Wars content we've covered on this podcast so far
1: uh. Well, the end of mine has a pretty cool um, ad for <laughs> okay for the mask. For, the so, comic so, series, so mask ads
0: aside, uh,
1: yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, the death of um, Zazam and uh, I forget the other one. The Marco? two dark joy at the end oh, where they basically no, you don't care about Mako. Yeah, where they basically get um, the citadel or not a citadel, but the the tower through their ship and they die because they're dumb enough to (laughs) tractor tractor beam (laughs) a
0: building to stab their ship with it's i i don't buy that as a way to destroy a star destroyer yeah i'm gonna but like so much of the act like the this book or this issue is just getting vima which uh, they could have done that before really Mm -hmm. it could have been much shorter and this doesn't need... I feel like all this stuff that happens in this issue doesn't need to be stuff we necessarily see. Just have, like, a few panels of, like, meanwhile, on Nar Shaddaa, Leia and Han find the Jedi that had had talked to them before, and then they're gone. Is that
1: your version of, like, the uh, intro for the Clone Wars?
0: There's heroes on both sides of this issue. War
1: rages! (laughs) Sorry, I definitely just blew up my mic there.
0: War rages in the -ah Nashida System, where Boba Fett shows up and does literally nothing. Oh, did he shoot (laughs) Chewbacca? No, he did not. Yeah. But I I feel like if I I I could just have not read this one, my opinion of Dark Empire 2 would have been much higher.
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, okay, issue 3 is much more substantial. Um, we get, as you said, the galaxy gun stuff. We see it in um, con- under construction. Apparently, it's been in plain view of all these smugglers, and no one thinks to tell the New Republic. Not very chill. Yeah, Biss has Not been very, cool. very
0: accessible to people, <laughs> and yeah. It it's kind of concerning.
1: Like you can't just fly into Biss; they just fly into Biss.
0: <laughs> like when the when they get in with their codes. Like I don't think I was looking. Again, to see if there's like any mention that someone's going with them, or someone's, go- or is it just like coincidence that literally the no. next ship coming into the system is another smuggler that they
1: sold the codes to? Well, the thing is, the code is just the beat to Funky Town. <laughs> do, do, do,
2: do, 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 do.
1: That's a South Park reference, but, um, yeah. Well, sorry, I forgot to mention mention this. In issue two, we do get a mention of Winter, which kind of warmed my heart because it reminded me. Of the much better Thrawn trilogy, it's like, oh, Winter, I miss you. Hey, we we <laughs> get Winter be... back in a couple issues though. She's in like two panels. What I wouldn't give to be cracking a uh, Delta source inside the uh, <laughs> inside Coruscant right now. <laughs> back
0: in the day when we'd crack open a Delta source with the boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. We get the galaxy gun. No one's telling the New Republic. Not very epic. Um, we get Luke and his really ugly starfighter in Cam um, Solusar, going to Asis, and which happens to be not only a ancient planet of Jedi, but also a contemporary or a modern planet of Jedi because we get like two new ones, one of which Luke probably um, wants to do the dirty with. So it's a very, probably. very successful trip for him. It's also a little awkward, because the first time um, Jem is introduced, she's described as a youth.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: Uh, She's 23. I think she's introduced as explicitly being 23, and Rafe is 15.
1: Are you serious? Oh, it actually does say that. Wow. (laughs) I thought it was just joking, but it actually says, young man aged 15. I'm going to mute for a second. Okay, so while Corey's muted, um, we get to Osis. There are these two Jedi. They're tied to an ancient tree. Um, Luke frees them. Um, and basically, there's this race of people on this planet called the Asana. Um, I guess they're like sort of descendants of the Jedi. Um, they're not super chill with Luke and Cam coming to the planet. They don't speak basic. But when Luke shows his Jedi abilities, um, they are basically like, okay, Jedi are pretty cool. Um, and the Asana have some, like, basic Force abilities, um, but Luke even says, like, okay, they've got some abilities, but their sorcery or their magic, they call it, is very, very rudimentary. Their attacks, he says, are very easy to block, and they all need training, um, Uh, but once he kind of gets the, uh, once he gets the trust of them, he gets a big bear hug from one. And basically he's in there, he gets their confidence. Um, and we get the, the showdown with, oh, is he back? Okay. Sorry. I was just explaining the Asana and just carrying the podcast for a few minutes here. Yeah. We are at the part where uh, Scourge One comes, and uh, Luke and the Asana face off against Dark Jedi. Do you want to talk about that?
0: So, uh, were Rafe and Jem explicitly siblings?
1: I think so. Yeah. Why are they tied to the tree as well? <sighs> uh punishment.
0: Sexual release? Okay. I don't know. Huh. Why did Ood not speak up beforehand? Like, hey, I am not into this.
1: I don't know. That's kind of a Yoda thing to do.
0: Just let people tie their kids. Is this just how they're in timeout or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or it's or it's not tying class, baby. I like
0: how Luke's like first response to seeing these like young people. Tied to a tree is like I'm going to kidnap them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, that fits with some of what Luke's done. Uh, not a great teacher; he loses most of his students. <laughs> One in the next few
0: issues. Um. Uh. Well, do. do we count Empire's End as the next few issues? Because technically, both of them in the next few issues.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um. What do you think of the Asana, though? I mean, we get so many, like... Legends has, like, so many quasi-Jedi races, um, Force-sensitive races. Or not not races, but, like, um, practices, I guess. Or, like, sets. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm kind of mixed on them because, like... The idea of, like, kind of a divergent Jedi school from the Jedi school uh, from, like, the mm-hmm. period of the Sith Wars... Is kinda of interesting, but it's like the Jedi order still knew they had a, a temple there, they would have probably gone back. And
1: Yeah, and I mean we get a lot. You get like the Baron Doe, the Ang T, the Fallon Yeah, they're they end up like
0: um, becoming just kinda of like primitive and regressing or something. And it doesn't really make sense. It's yeah. it's kinda of like a worse uh they just feel like worse night sisters to me. Like, the, the yeah, culture I of the Sisters also... makes more sense than like, how they got there, whereas these guys just kind of, like, sprung mm-hmm. up around the Jedi, or
2: their former
1: Jedi, or... Right. And it's like, how did they not get wiped out as well? Because, like, Ossis Palpatine should have known about that. Um, well, it's like been 4,000 like years dough. of,
0: like, not being found, that's true. apparently. That's
1: true. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um... Like, I like the Baron Doe because they're like specifically hiding and trying to distance themselves yeah. um, from the Jedi but when you get sorry i a little sick of voice crack there but when you get to like um, like the I don't like the Falunassi as much for example um, the angtier are okay because they're like kind of weird and they're like supposed to be very kind of they stay away from people but Legends definitely does have a lot I think we'll, we'll <coughs> probably get stuff like that in canon too as well um because it's been a bit less, it's kind of focused on the fact that, like, Jedi don't have the full um, rights of the light side. You know, they talk about that in, like, episode 8. Uh, I guess they mention that in, like, in Clone Wars and Rebels as well. Yeah. Like, the light side is just the light side. The Jedi are just, like, an organization. They're, they're not, like, the light side personified or anything.
0: Yeah, even with, like, Bendu or whatever he's called, mm-hmm. you get a bit
1: of that? Yeah. Yeah. But they do take the very uh like the night sister esque uh they call their force abilities magic. Um so they are kind of like worse night sisters, I agree.
0: I do like how Luke just gets a force vision and can now suddenly understand them sometimes.
1: <laughs> I do also like how he's like, These guys fucking suck. <laughs> he's like the Cam sorry he's like, Wow. Like they need training <laughs> Thank God they
0: didn't just kill us because they're incompetent. (laughs) So, are they using uh, Force Lightning there? Or is that just like...
1: Yeah, or like some sort of... I I think I kind of took it as Force Lightning.
0: I wasn't sure if it was Force Lightning or just like a way for them to draw and indicate that they were controlling something.
1: Yeah, who knows. It was magic. Yeah.
0: How old... Like, Luke's 33 here, I think, right? It's about it 11 old? ABY. And he was born... He was born in 19, so he's 30.
1: Is it 11 ABY? I thought it was uh, it's
0: like either 10 or 11. I'm not sure exactly which.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's he's getting he's up He's 29 there. or 30. Our little boy is... Uh, he's getting up there, isn't
0: he? Uh, I guess that age gap isn't horrible.
2: No, I mean... No,
1: it's not like uh, Lando and uh, Tendra or anything. Hmm. Could be worse. There, There's... Hmm. Like, if you would have went for the brother, that might have been a bit much, probably. He really...
0: He really shouldn't be deciding that he wants to be her boyfriend and teacher simultaneously there. There's some power dynamic issues yeah. that are uh, not okay.
1: Luke's excuse is like well no one taught me <laughs> it's like Luke maybe stop banging your students or letting them and letting them die like that does seem to happen a lot yeah well like stop banging the body of your student possessed by a ghost like <sighs> who hasn't done that though yeah true not really a good well yeah ghost <laughs> uh, but yeah or uh, ode Binar, um, does Lucas solid he, here? He wakes up. Yeah, he yeets himself. He wakes up. He saves his girl, and he just he just fucks off. He's like, nah. <laughs>
2: yeah, like Cedric like, oh, is very clearly
0: <laughs> restrained there, and yeah. Luca's holding a, a an ignited lightsaber. So you know,
1: just
2: yeah,
1: yeah, but. By doing that, he also shoots, um, what's her name, right on top of Luke. That's Um, true. And they find themselves eye to eye. What a wingman. He saw this. Yeah. He saw this as a potential to, like, you know, like, next generation Jedi, baby, let's go. Mm, No thanks.
0: Yeah. God, Luke looks so much like Gary Busey in Dark Empire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he really does. (laughs) Like, Gary Busey, like, With a broken jaw, maybe. The hair especially is very Bucinian. (laughs) You ever fall in love with a girl so quick that you just learn her ancient and lost language, (laughs) though?
0: (laughs) I've often heard that falling in love means feeling like you've known someone for a thousand years immediately.
1: Get that shit out of here. Again... Luke, Luke, not making good uh, strides towards not being an incel here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Luke, Luke is cringy. Um, Cedrus is dead, so I don't know. Doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, I was
0: probably overstating it earlier. Poor went yeah, out for Cedrus; Clark, he's you're dead. Full
1: you're full of it. Um, issue <laughs> what was the other though, guy? Which was this? the other guy's
0: name? I should really figure that out. Uh, um, Vilgore. Okay, everyone. uh Let's have a moment of silence for Vilgore. I literally
1: just forgot about it. He's <laughs> no one gave a fuck. I li- I literally forgot about it already. <laughs> I don't know. I Cedrus always does stick with me though because he is. Well, he the was. Name.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, he's got the interesting name. He is half the guy. Um, he's the executor. <clears throat> He's a hero in *Tron: mm-hmm. Revenge. Yep. What else could you really want in life?
1: Nope. That's pretty much it. Um, So we get to no, 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 no,
0: no, no, Okay. okay. We're not skipping this. This is important. Okay. They happen to just open a crack in the ground. Fucking lightsabers. Oh, uh,
1: yes. Right. Lightsabers yeah, that work and are
0: 4,000 such- years old. And do they just fucking
1: Power Rangers them up in the air? And yeah, um, yeah. And Gary Busey has one, so it's cool that they decide to introduce him into the story. <laughs> <laughs> and then they touch shafts immediately, which is like considering how old these lightsabers are, and they're like, "Oh shit, this still works!" Like lightsabers have literally like a power source in them, like they could explode. Like you could have blown Luke's face off. Yeah. And, Forget whether or not they work.
0: Turning them on is stupid.
1: Yeah. And, like, you know, Cam Solisar probably knows that shit. Like, he's, he's been around the block, but he's like, God damn it. Like, I got to do what Luke wants or else he's going to kick me out. <laughs> he's like, wow, these are... He says, this is great, Luke. These corroded antiques still work. He's basically saying, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are these are trash.
0: <laughs> you're going to get me killed, aren't you? Uh, surprisingly, um, Cam does not get killed. So, no, he doesn't yeah, he him and Teon that. get their most of their limbs cut he off by Jason, big, but
1: well, not Jason, but Yeah. yeah, forget his name um but the I find the art in these like last few panels is pretty dreadful what about that that one
0: like face on picture of gem looking at uh udbinar? Is that not creepy um, to you?
1: I mean, it's not good. <laughs> like, it's it's all like rough like The ships are good, but like I just like I really feel like the art quality declines in Dark Empire 2. Mm. I never really noticed it before now. All right, so I mean, the faces were always pretty rough, but like
0: So, sorry for interrupting. I I thought it was very important that we talk about those lightsabers.
1: No, was I? I completely forgot because it's such a dumb fucking moment. <laughs> but uh-huh. if you want to get started on
0: uh, Issue 4, I will be right back.
1: Okay. Corey's got another podcast to do, apparently. Um, so Issue 4 opens up with the Rebels basically mounting an attack on Biss. And I really like Biss. I think it's like an interesting planet. It's like an even darker Imperial Throne world. We do have planets like Coruscant and whatnot, but they never like fully embrace the dark side. Um, quite like Bist does. It's like, literally looks like warped, uh, by the dark side. There's all these, you know, um, giant automata flo- floating around these, um, the Viper, or not Viper droids, the giant probe droids, the probots. Um, we see the galaxy gun, Palpatine's basically there, uh, testing it out. We see them loading ammunition, which is pretty cool. Um, and we also have something I want to talk about when, uh, Corey gets back. We have, um... Oh, what's his name again? Um, he's not the designer of the Death Star, but he's basically, he designed the Death Star Super Laser. Um, Leth? Oh, what's his name? Um, but yeah, he's basically the one behind all these new technologies. Um, and and yeah, so so he's, he's behind the Galaxy Gun. And we have a moment that we kind of mentioned earlier as well with uh, Palpatine... Christening kind of new dark Jedi. So we just lost two more um, At Ossus Palpatine is like, okay, we've got like none left He just chooses two random dudes basically who happen to be on the galaxy gun at like this time Like one of them could have been a janitor. We don't know (laughs) No, we do we do know who they are but um and he just basically gives them this their force powers which isn't really something you see a whole lot in legends. People have force powers taken from them sometimes, but it's not very often that they're just kind of gifted powers. It is kind of in line with what else we get in Dark Empire because Palpatine kind of sees all these things as kind of like an extension of his will. Like the Eclipse, for example, especially in the Dark Empire source book, is is, is talked about as like an extension of the dark side and his presence, the... uh, the shadow droid specifically too there's kind of an allusion to the fact that Palpatine um, controls them directly and that's probably one of the benefits of having shadow droids which have the sort of actual organic brain in them and some connectivity to the force versus battle droids or droid starfighters you know Palpatine can use his battle meditation um, which actually is kind of relevant because back on osis we have um luke with some of the asana going into this secret library that they've basically been protecting um for years and years and years uh they find ancient jedi texts including ones that basically detail battle meditation uh other stuff like that but because it's basically so shit it's been standing for four thousand years um they decide to just take what they can get. And, you know, they've got stuff to do. They can't be camping on OSIS for uh, the entire... Oh, he's back. I am back. I was talking about the uh, expedition into the uh, crappy OSIS right. library.
0: Uh, yeah, and Luke not only knows how to understand it, the, the spoken language, it, he can also read the written language. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if yeah. that's like a, the OSIS thing or if that's just... Uh, Luke has other reading skills that they don't have it might be in Galactic Basic it's probably in Galactic Basic and just kind of rusty and hard to read but uh, yeah we get the all the <laughs> Battle how, Meditation like, mentions
1: yeah you know how sometimes like guys will like shoot the shit about like stuff they kind of half know about like oh yeah that uh looks like your wheel bearings are a little loose there or it's like oh yeah that deck you know you, you know what I'm talking about it's just like I just imagine Cam saw you. Sorry, he's like, "Yeah, this roof is looking pretty shitty." He's like, no idea what he's talking about. The roof's completely fine. You're gonna need a crew in here for that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll need to reinforce that. It's gonna be asbestos up there. It's just an excuse it's for them to get mold. together
0: and drink.
1: Yeah. So like, guess we'll have to go to the campfire and chill for a bit. <laughs> it's like when we
0: tell Kelsey and Dana we're gonna be working, but really we're just playing Mario Kart. <laughs> she might listen. Oh, to- shit. Shut up. No, she won't.
1: No, of course not. <laughs> There's no goddamn chance. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, what's a dark empire? <laughs> um, but yeah, we get another scene. We get another really useless scene. I mean, I guess it's not useless because it's a transition scene, but we get the Falcon being chased. Nope. uh we're her... we're
0: really bearing the lead again there because... Uh, there's one more part of Osis. Uh the what Dark Empire does a lot is there's some dramatic irony and there's some foreshadowing, uh, where oh, a character yeah. like in <laughs> yeah, the first right. in the first issue, Cedra says, You gotta use your enemy's stuff against them. That's how you do warfare. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about yeah. using the viper droids against the Balmorids. But what ultimately mm-hmm. ends up happening with there is that the Viper droids that he thinks he's stolen get stolen by the rebels to use against the Empire, and they invade yeah. Bis that way. Uh, but we get another instance of it here with the uh, oh with uh, Yasana where mm-hmm. uh, Jem is telling Luke, like, I wanna be I wanna be a Jedi with you and Luke says, You know what, your whole tribe is strong with it. we're gonna talk to those guys. We're gonna get you set up. You and your brother, you're coming with me. He's a minor
1: It's like an army recruiter. Uh,
0: I'm your teacher slash uh, boyfriend now. Uh, <laughs> nothing weird about any of this. And all the elders are like, no, this is a fucking bad idea. And <laughs> they they say, but our gods told us this is stupid, but also not to stop you. Uh, so yeah.
1: Cam's like, don't fun. worry, it'll be epic. <laughs> yeah,
0: you won't regret it. Two issues later,
1: you, <laughs> you fucking better regret it. <laughs> we got one down already. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. does not go well for them. <laughs> Luke's just got a crush on her. She's like not even strong in the Force at all. She's sh- she's like a shitty Jedi. She like
0: immediately <laughs> lashes out and breaks the remote, and that's not a great sign. And like, oh, that no. that, that may be Although, dark be side fair,
1: stuff. Does not Mara <coughs> do the same thing? Uh, yeah, like but
0: Luke's Mara is her? like explicitly dark side at that point too.
1: Yeah, true. Uh, okay, have we have we covered this crucial topic?
0: Well, there was one other crucial topic I wanted to talk about to complain about issue two again, where uh, they're getting into the fight on Nar Shadda, uh and they blow up the one of the fighters or one of the ships belonging to uh, to the smuggler friends, and right. Leia and Han are basically yeah go cry about it, cry babies. But like if the Millennium Falcon got blown up. You better believe yeah. there'd be some sobbing going on. So now we can continue.
1: Yeah. And also the smugglers through this entire like series are complete bros. Yeah. Like, Sala comes through <coughs> literally every opportunity. Like, in issue 5 I think, she's got literally no reason to help the Alliance anymore. Besides like, she's a she's a good gal. Um, she's like, well, better go save them. Yeah, they're she's just in a bar. They fucked her over. And Leia's a, Leia's a dick to her too she's like yeah she's like like just because Leia's got some shit going on in her life she makes it seem like that's the only thing that matters
0: not only does Sal want to help them she yeah she's in an imperial bar on the new imperial capital that's basically just a secret imperial base and she's like hey who wants to fuck up some imperials like
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you don't just do that if you're a coward who wants to cry about a ship being blown up come on Leia
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Oh, another scene with Boba. Guess what happens with it? Literally nothing. He gets left alone, (laughs) and then when they're coming out, they find him again, and guess what happens? Oh, nothing. So, Boba, thanks.
1: Listen, 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 listen. You're focusing on the negative. Let's focus on the positive. And Potichejo's brand. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to make sure we have all the Boba points out of the way... Before There's no talk point. It. He's there. Yeah. That's it. So, Apatijay is a <coughs> brand. thought he was a cool dude. Kind of thinking he's a dick now. Um, he's basically... He was a Jedi who got really messed up by Vader. It is Vader, right? Yeah. Specifically, I think. He or got messed Vader's up by Vader. Is. He's in this... He's in, like, this suit. Um, he kind of looks like BB-8, kind of. Um... Like BBH Drunk Uncle, maybe. Uh, and he's aboard this, like, steamship. How you power as a starship with steam, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I guess just like any other power source. Um, he didn't really try to help or anything. He just basically, after the purge starts, he kind of just sets up on the steamship and is like, well, I guess I'll be a benevolent ruler now. Yeah, I'm ruling
0: this area of space. And they all thought, hey, a Jedi could do this. I'm like, Yeah. Nothing
1: bad could happen if a Jedi became your ruler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Jedi are literally being hunted and he's not exactly uh, easy to miss. He floats around and is kind of a weirdo. Yeah.
0: No, he's, <laughs> he's got, like, I, I don't know if he's just bored there. He's like, yeah, let's go <laughs> restart the Jedi Order or something. I'm going to hang out with Leia <laughs> and Vimma. <laughs>
1: And at the very, le- at the very least, he could have been laying robot nut to like making a little Jedi, right? Like, am I right in saying that, or is that I, wrong? no? I I don't think he can
0: do that. How much of him is in that suit? Enough to. I like how he says he can be in vacuum, but <laughs> it's like his face is poking out.
1: Yeah, his nose so. is out. <laughs> what do you mean you could be in a vacuum? It's like I could be in a vacuum for a year. It's like your eyes would pop out couldn't? of your head. <laughs> Like bro, like you're not impressing me. That's like, that's like the uh, I could throw this football over the mountain, just clear bullshit. <laughs> he's just it's like, no, I swear, don't try it. Like, don't test. He's it. not <laughs> actually the ruler.
0: They, people just felt sorry for him. So they, <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. king.
1: <laughs> he's a little sensitive because he's got literally nothing but a nose and eyes. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, <geez>. uh,
0: <laughs> so uh, Gennath in space is he the king of every uh, region in space or just that ship no because he puts someone in charge of the fleet so there's more than that so yeah
1: yeah and they go to like a base as well Um, but like also kind of reinforcing the fact that he's kind of a dick um, he kind of just changes Han's ship yeah and he's like Han's like sure would like the missiles back and he's like nah trust me (laughs) these are cool (laughs) (laughs) he's like no I, I think Chewie would really like the missiles he's like Don't worry about it. (laughs) Lightning gun is way cooler than missiles. Han's like, I don't want the missiles. He's like, no, also I made it look way less cool now, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's got an antenna on the front. Trust me, it'll be.
0: (laughs) I know you were flying fine before.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, also we changed completely how the ship handles. I hope you don't mind. You'll
0: get used to it. See, you haven't crashed yet. I like how, like... Like in Athens when they're flying off. He's like, uh, I think he's found something else to do now. <laughs> like, he's not coming yeah. back.
1: You notice how they, like, don't send a royal guard or anything, too? Like, I feel like everyone's kind of low-key been tired of his shit for, like, <laughs> probably 20, 30 years. Like, god damn, finally he's gone. Like, should we send an escort so we can help him navigate through this notably treacherous region of space that people can't travel through and they're like nah <laughs> it's all good <laughs> I don't really want him to come back
0: <laughs> so Vima is firmly in the middle of our Jedi rankings for this uh, this group goes Leia uh, Vima what? and then uh, Epidigios rankings in power you mean? just know uh, how much we like them
1: oh uh, yeah but uh, I don't know if I like this version of Leia. Like, this is pregnant construction with Leia. <laughs> no, that's not. We only get
0: that with uh, the last, uh, the last. No,
1: one. are you on? Do you have issue four open yeah. right
2: now? Uh, let's to, see. Like,
1: the, go to the page where Leia and Vim are, are standing right next to each other, and tell me that. Oh shit, Leia that's is Leia. Like the fucking, Yeah, she looks like the fucking linebacker, like a linebacker, like an NFL linebacker.
0: <laughs> okay, no, you're right. She's got a
1: trucker hat. She's got a full, like, full mullet. She's, like, she for some reason, becoming pregnant made her very, like, barrel-chested. <laughs> like, I know that, like, pregnancy has, like, different effects on, like, the female form. But, like, I don't think it, like, turns you into a power. I don't woman.
0: understand her hat. That's the big thing for me.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, actually, you see, if you and Dana ever have kids, you'll get it. Like, when women become pregnant, they just have to wear a hat. That hat? Usually, yeah. It's got to have a brim, at least. Okay. Uh,
0: So, this is actually something we've been building up to a lot on the podcast since, like, the first episode. Uh, Are we saying that Empatageos' first actual appearance has not lived up to the hype we've been setting up for him? No
2: comment. Because,
0: we actually, I think we talked about this last time, uh, where I was saying... That, despite the fact that he's come up in every previous episode after Dark Empire, we're never mentioning him again, and you got very upset about that. So, are you finally I'm on done. board with the?
1: Uh, Listen, okay. jeho's brand little, caught. Look at his little nose hanging out over his armor. Come <sighs> on, it's pretty cute.
0: I'm out on the brand.
1: I mean, I just think he's, like, the fact that they chose to give him a hover suit instead of legs and, like, what everybody else who loses stuff in Star Wars does. I mean, maybe that's because they've got divergent technology, but, I don't know, that alone... Is he steam-powered? I think probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> They're just, like, steam-wafting out of him at all times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. He's very... Uh, he's very like ghastly. Like, yeah. Imagine seeing that in real life. Like it's very Yeah. He would have been a cool Imperial. Um I guess maybe too vader esque, but um But yeah, so we get the the on Piss. Let's just skip to issue five. <laughs> yeah,
0: Radon Biss happens, it's not very good. Not very epic. Doesn't go well. Well it starts yeah. off going well. It, I don't think it goes poorly it until well. next
1: uh next issue. But yeah, so the vipers basically r- release hell um on all the lesser equipment. Um and there's a lot of them too. Like it's a pretty big attack. Um, yeah, so the
0: Belmoran's basically filled up a freighter with uh with vipers that have rebels in them and mm-hmm. send them to to Biss to wreck shit mm-hmm. cuz they're trying to assault the Citadel and it goes mm-hmm. pretty well at first until Palpatine's like
1: Unleash we get one of those moments. And Lando's like, new molecular shielding makes these droids indestructible. Nope.
0: <laughs> Until <laughs> <They> someone <don't... laughs> punches
1: them. Yeah. And I I just, I feel like the rebels gave up way too easily. Like, fighting these beasts. Like, I don't know if the better option was to get out on foot and run away. Like, I don't know. Yeah. feel like there weren't that many of them well
0: there's like two or there's three yeah just three new walker types we get in that side so that's cool or i think one of them is supposed to be an adst
1: yeah there's kind of one that looks like if i remember there's one that looks like an atdp maybe or they kind of look like at ap's actually though because they're kind of the the two in the front there kind of like Actually, um, those ones in the back, you're looking at the one with the bridge, right? Yeah. That scene with the bridge? Those two in the back look almost exactly like concept art um, for First Order Walkers. So I wonder if they're based off like like a common like Ralph McQuarrie concept or something. I
0: think they are, and that Frackless sponge actually did a model of one of them.
1: Oh, yeah, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, because I've definitely seen ones that look like that before. Um, i'm pretty sure no i i I think you're right i think i've seen it um
0: but yeah actually if you look at the next panel over i think the front one is supposed to be an atst
1: yeah i agree
0: so yeah atsts then the fractal or the concept art one and then another the third type there
1: yeah but then chrysalis beasts yeah, they just get ravaged. Um, that's what I meant by, like, they probably probably was a better strategy than just, like, running. But, I mean, I don't know. They they do get manhandled, so maybe, I don't know, just, like, shoot them in the eye, probably. But
2: it's fine.
0: And Sala helps them get out.
2: Yep.
1: Organizes absolute. her bar brawlers. Sala is, like, literally an absolute G. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if Sala showed up in other materials.
0: Yeah, she's, like, the one...
1: Lady <coughs> Lady Han Solo. Ow. I could see Sal like Sorry everyone had to hear that. Know. What? That's Lady Han right. Solo or did you cough? I like
0: cough cleared my throat at the same time and it ended up sounding like I don't know an angry dog or something. Uh <laughs> Cyborian uh Hound? Don't, don't try to bring it back. <laughs> Alright. We're already done that that comic book, so we're not allowed to reference it again.
1: Um, okay, good. So, so yeah, she gets the the smugglers. They fight their way to their ships, which is kind of cool. They grab their uh, freighters. They all have kind of interesting designs, and they pick up the uh, the failed rebel army troopers, and basically they piece out of there.
0: Yeah, but one of the chrysalis beasts catches on and then falls off. But it, it looked cool for a while.
1: Little size inconsistency there. I yeah. Think.
0: A lot of size inconsistency there.
1: Like, R2 is packing a massive piece of hardware, (laughs) like, if it's that big against it. Because, like, if you look at the other pictures, like, like, uh, let me scroll up. Yeah, like, the hand is as large as, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that one was just, like, really small-handed one, but, like, a little bit of inconsistency there. Like, I don't know, these things are pretty tough. Like, if you're telling me that, like... R2 can basically shock that thing off the side, um, and, like, we couldn't kill them with these advanced things, like... R2 is
0: basically MVP of Dark Empire, though, because he destroys everything, pretty much.
1: And that's like, Palpatine has a chance to shoot shoot them down, and he's like, "Mm, no, probably won't. Yeah, don't waste totally any more
0: firepower on these scum. What does that even mean? Yeah. Are you saving turbo laser bolts
1: for something? Yeah, exactly. It's just, just like at the beginning of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> don't blow up that escape pod. It's like... Why not? I don't know. Maybe we should anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, We're on a budget
1: here. A Thank fun- you very much. Yeah. There was a funny little... Um, what's it called um a funny little have you read uh, uh, from a certain point of view i don't think so it's like uh, it's like the, the canon it takes like all these characters from like it's sort of like a canon version of tales from the moss. oh yeah no no i haven't it's pretty good anyways there's one about i was the, standing
0: uh, in chapters reading parts of it so I was just trying to think just if, I... the,
1: if, if you do listen to it get the audiobook because it's pretty uh, it's pretty good um, but there's one where it's like from the perspective of the turbo laser gunner or whatever it's like talking about how he's got to count for each shot he takes and stuff so it's like there's accounting reasons <laughs> not to fire the at the empty escape pod not strictly canon or anything just kind of fun also I know I don't usually read chat because this is mostly a podcast, but someone said, I love tap transmissions with General Grievous and Eckard Slatter.
0: <laughs> Time to abandon ship.
1: <laughs> Save it for the Clone Wars episode. I hope your voice is still bad. I don't, but I wouldn't be upset. What wouldn't you be upset about? If when we, if, when we do our eventual Clone Wars tap if if uh, you, you have a major voice regression...
0: You want me to just still be sick next week?
1: Well, I didn't want to say that, but... No, not next week, because we'll, we're doing Empire's End next week, aren't we? Yeah. Maybe? Okay. Allegedly. Potentially? Yeah, allegedly. Anyway, the gang uh, all heads back to... Oh, well, first we have Boba Fett being shot again. If with no, we new gears.
0: Uh cares. Palpatine yeah, fires the galaxy gun.
1: Yeah, and the galaxy gun is, like, kind of shit. Like it like often like very frequently just doesn't work. I think it has a there's a dud missile in Empire's End. Yeah. In this case it's just like it comes at a hyperspace and everyone's able to escape. Yeah, everyone's um, dead.
0: Nah, we we saw that shit coming in there. It's
1: like no, like it like like actually the Galaxy gun sucks. Like, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um We also missed the scene with uh luke and um uh, gem uh they embrace like they don't like they just kind of embrace their feelings um and slow dance um they don't like kiss or anything really and then it specifically says that luke heads back to his own uh it says Luke heads back specifically to his own room for the night, basically. So it's like very clear that like, like they love each other, but
0: wait, is this uh, is this still issue five? Like, are you talking about the yeah?
1: The other, they hug in issue five anyway. I don't I'm pretty sure like they're
0: kissing ha- in. Uh, you think? That one it's scene. She's like her
1: face is like. Yeah, after the.
0: Chest. After, I mean. But for me, I think it's page 24.
1: Like one of the last pages, like before the galaxy? Goes? Yeah.
0: Where it's after she cuts the, uh, the remote in half. And then they're, I'm pretty sure they're kissing in that. Oh, no. They're not but hugging.
1: But look how her head's facing. It's like down towards his chest. Is that down? Like, I
0: think it's up.
1: Yeah. Cause look at her. No. Cause look at her, her, her ear hole thing. The circle on her head is pointed. Like it's a circle. It can't be pointed anywhere. Well, it can because it's an oval. No, I don't it's know. just inconsistently me... drawn. Look at the back of her head. You th- I don't know. I, I guess it would make more sense for them to be kissing. I'm just... pretty
0: sure you're looking at Luke's chin and thinking that's her face. Let me see. Um... They're definitely kissing. Why is this important? It's <laughs> For reasons I don't want to talk about it?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh I
1: don't know. Maybe.
0: Uh um, I guess. Okay. So we're on New Alderon. Uh We'll talk about it later. <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> this is for the Tap Caf after show.
2: <laughs>
0: AKA Halo Reach.
1: <laughs> Usually, yeah. Uh but yeah. Oh, I got an invite to the uh Halo Uh, CE uh, flight today. Oh, well, congratulations. should
0: be coming out
2: pretty soon. Brag about
0: it. -hmm. Anyways, New Dark Empire has chosen to acknowledge the Thrawn Trilogy. We get to see Jason Uh and Jaina. Uh, Mm -hmm. They look... We never see their faces, crucially.
1: They look really old. Because they should be one years old. They should be. No, they're two. Year old. No, no, they'd be one but, and a half
0: or two by now.
2: Uh,
1: I think. Yes. Well, they're born in nine, and this is in ten, and yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. We get to see winter. Okay. Well. well, we know like, they're I at love least love nine winter. months old. Yeah, and you know, most nine months. Yeah, never mind. I mean, Jason's as big as Han. He's half as large as Han. He's a fucking gigantic
0: lad. <laughs> it's that new Alderaan gravity. It doesn't really compress yeah. them. so they. Don't.
1: Well, the new Alderaan,
0: yeah.
1: It also allows for some strange rock formations. So, Something, str- something weird going on in new Alderaan. Uh, so um, the
0: thing about all the rock formations here is that They'd feel more strange if Nesbis and Desucha weren't exactly the same.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Yeah, but uh we talked about how the galaxy gun didn't actually kill anyone.
2: Mhm.
1: Although I do like I do like that art. The last page is pretty cool. Yeah. Which just like destroyed. I mean, they there is a huge fleet around the planet too. Yeah,
0: Um, that's probably what contributes to them thinking the the New Republic's dead. But I guess the Akbar mm -hmm. and Mon Mothma just didn't feel the need to tell
1: anyone. They were probably like doing some freaky stuff together. Ooh, they're like, they're like, oh, we were an off planet. We could just tell that the Galaxy Gun was coming. They're like, "Uh, where's the fleet? Has (laughs) this been the
0: first time that the Mon Mothma Admiral Akbar relationship has been shipped?
1: Are we starting a new ship?
0: Is this going to be the Top Calf Transmission shipping episode?
1: I feel like you're really underestimating Star Wars fans right now, and I'm not impressed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Are we ready to move on to issue six? I (laughs) suppose. All right.
1: So, move us on.
0: So we open up with more not seeing the faces of Jason and Jaina. We're on uh yeah. we're on New Alderon still. But we get to see Luke, is, Luke and Leia getting or Luke and Cam and Jem and mm-hmm. Rafe getting here. Uh
1: Yeah, and Luke is seeing his niece and nephew for the first time. He's wearing gauntlets. He's wearing I think the same robe that the Emperor gave him. Uh it's got a huge collar. It's frankly ridiculous. Um <laughs> What's his name? Jem's um, brother is wearing Rafe. a literal skull around his Rafe is wearing a literal skull around his neck. Um, what are you going to do? And Cam is a freaky stranger. So there's really a lot to unload on these children. Well, whenever
0: I go to visit my sister and I, like I pick up my <laughs> nephew, what I say is, Ricky, look, it's your children, healthy and alive. <laughs>
1: it doesn't creep anyone out. To be honest, with their mother looking as, frankly, ghastly as she does, like those kids are probably like pretty desensitized. They've been like sent, they've been sending hollows of their mother back to like New Alderaan. <laughs> She's looking more and more like a fucking professional linebacker every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the scene with her in winter, I was like, "Oh, where's Winter? There's Leia." Who's this guy? And then no, actually, (laughs) there's
1: Leia. Just get rid of the hat. The private bodyguard. It's just the hat. (laughs) I mean, okay. If you look at that scene, um, look at the scene with Luke picking up Jaso and or Jaina. Jaso or or Jaina. Yeah. Han and Leia have literally the exact same posture. The exact. They're doing the same thing with their arms. Just look. It's funny. Oh, that's one other thing I wanted to bring
0: up. We skipped from Issue 2. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as I wanted to get through Issue 2 as quick as possible at the time. Damn, yeah. yeah uh,
2: that's
1: a gazillion callbacks.
0: Well, there it's just so many things I disliked
1: about that one that I i have to make sure. Well, why don't you move on from it, Corey? <laughs> because I can't. Jesus, you're like James Lucina with all these goddamn callbacks. <laughs> nice. nice. So I'm sorry, I, uh, I definitely popped at the, the mic in there. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: But um, when they're getting accosted by the bounty hunters or whatever, it's like, but not to worry, Han and Leia have a plan for this situation. It's just them shooting the person.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: shooting them from like, under their arm.
1: That was the that was the big twist. Like, like, this is a plan fucking... they've only been able to develop through a half decade of marriage. It's like <laughs> we're gonna shoot them. <laughs> that was
0: the main thing I was thinking. Because before this, we were talking about uh, like Arrested Development narrator. For a lot of the scenes like you brought it up with the uh, Cam saying you won't regret this. <laughs> they would. Yeah. And then <laughs> the the main thing that I was thinking was like how did Leia have to plan for these situations shooting the people. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of um Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Um with uh, Marcus. Have you ever seen Indiana Jones? I forget. You haven't had I've
0: seen one. two of them. I don't remember
2: which well, two. <laughs>
1: There's a moment in The Last Crusade where this guy Marcus has... I think it's like... I can't remember. I think he's got a a map to the Holy Grail. And Indiana Jones, I think, is being um, interrogated by the Nazis. And they're like, Marcus Brody, he's a an expert of all cultures and can speak 10 different languages, he'll disappear and you will never, ever be able to find him. And then it cuts to Marcus Brody. And he's just like this old, like white dude. And he's like very, he's basically like C-3PO and he's like wandering through this like village in like the middle East. And he's like, hello, can somebody help me? Does anyone speak English? <laughs> it just, it very much reminded me of that where it's like, yeah, they've got a plan and it's like, "Well, shoot him." Yeah,
0: It's a good plan. I'm not going to lie. It, it was effective it did it did the job but I, I mean, feel like it's, it was overstated it's hyper
1: efficient <laughs> yeah hyper efficient
0: so we get the uh, the Avengers assembling there all the Jedi all eight of them <laughs> and seven? which is funny because Vader's
1: yeah. castle looks kind of like Stark's tower
0: <laughs> yeah and you go in and there's the statue of Vader Palpatine's just getting there like yeah that asshole Cedrus put that up last week <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, what can you do? I guess <laughs> it's, it is Vader's castle. Like, you gotta honor the dude, don't you? One thing that's interesting is I think there is actually other material that that re- recognizes that as Vader's castle. Uh,
0: Jedi Knight does. um
1: Oh, there you go. Because you go um, to
0: Vajune, uh It's actually Jedi Academy, specifically. Oh,
1: okay. I don't remember what you, you go to Vajoon. It's been a while since I played. And it's got
0: it's the it's the really annoying plan with the acid rain, where you have gotta like oh, go between yeah. ledges while you get shot by the giant obnoxious yeah.
1: troopers. That's their official name. God damn it! Like Vader, why does he have to be such like an emo kid? Like, I'm really sad. Let's have two bases. They'll both look. Completely evil, and one will be on a lava planet, the other will be on an acid rain planet. (laughs) Like, a lava planet where I lost
0: all my limbs. Yeah. Just like, Um, come on. He should should get the Coral Vanda on Pentahominis. Yeah, just
1: go for a little. Yeah.
0: Do some gambling with his bros.
1: It's like, I remember in uh, the novelization for episode three it's like palpatine's talking to vader and he's like name something what do you want and i'll give it to you and anakin just as a joke is like this is like palpatine's like getting really close to having him like fully groomed he's like a bag of corsica gems he's like done and he's like okay the corellian brothers and he's like done and Anakin's like holy shit like this dude just gave me the corellian system um maybe i should verify
0: that you can actually do that for
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm the, he's basically just saying, listen, like, well, there's one thing that's really cool about the novelization. He's like, he's getting fucked over by the Jedi at literally every single turn. They don't believe in him. They're, like, crapping on him. And Palpatine's just like, I will put it all on the line for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, we really need yeah. to do, like, episode three novelization soon.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we could, we could do it after this. Because right. it would be Jedi Academy, right? Otherwise? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that'd be a good break. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure see. it out. Uh, uh, but yeah, so to be, sorry, I gotta say one thing: the level, the Vajun level, can't be as annoying as um, the Narshada level from uh, from from Jedi Outcast.
0: That's that's definitely true. I died so that many times is, on that one.
1: That level is literally hell. It's horrible. Like, it's 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 not even that it's hard. It's like, uh, it's hard to the point of being unfun. And some games are hard, but like, for example, um, Fallen Order is hard. But if you are good at it, then it's fair, you know. But that level is just like, go in the open, you're getting fucking sniped. Yeah. From like, it's bullshit.
0: It, it's stuff that you can't really do anything about. And then, yeah, I I do not enjoy Nar Shaddaa in that
1: game. No, it's shit. You You've got to like... And then it's like the end too. It's like the place you've got to go is like hidden. And it's, ugh.
0: Yeah, I that. So no matter how many times I play that game, that level, I always have to go watch a YouTube video of someone speedrunning it to know where I'm
1: supposed mm, to go. Yeah, me too. It is cool that I remember the bartender. Bartender is a chiss. Yeah, which is cool. <laughs> He's
0: like one of the only chest that ever shows up outside.
1: Yeah, it's true. And it sucks as well because that's like the first level where you get to use your lightsaber and you're like dying to use it. And it's like... Fuck you. you, Sniper rifle. It's like long-range sniping. And it's just just literally god-awful. It's like probably the... I would go out of my way to say... Or not go out of my way. I, I would confidently say that it's the worst designed level of any Game of that caliber, like any game that's like, I guess that'd be like a triple A game. I think it's the worst designed level in any triple A game I've ever played.
0: All right, I'd be tentatively willing to go sign that. Okay,
1: there we go. He's all in. <laughs> no, no, that that's a, g- a good IGN. way to someone call. It's a good way to
0: characterize what it is just said. But we end up back yeah. on New Alderaan, and Ebbidejios is showing. Uh, The Asana siblings out of the rock. Oh, yeah. And saying that Yoda yeah. taught him how to do that. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, yeah, we already Back know how when... to do that. So uh, it's like, oh, yeah, but now you know you can do it with different sizes. And then Bimba says, like, eh, no, with different yeah, like... ages. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I just, on on a serious note, though, this kind of brings the idea, like, I think a lot of people thought, based on what we get from Obi-Wan, that Yoda taught all Jedi, like, directly. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, the prequels go with that a little bit, because, yeah, Yoda did have, like, a, you know, he's a central figure in all Jedi education, but he probably wouldn't be the person to teach you to lift rocks. Although, I mean, maybe. Um, Because I guess that would be something you learn early on, unless you're one of the Horn family males.
0: Yeah, and we didn't really talk about uh, Camps Alasar's father being the Jedi and teaching uh, yeah. him, but that's just weirdness with how the universe wasn't yeah, released out us yet. Yeah. But uh, I, I do like this scene, like this sort of sequence, because it's like the first inklings mm-hmm. of a Jedi, what a Jedi Academy would look like.
1: Yeah, I, I like that too. And it's like the whole, or, like, that is the Jedi Order right now, and it's like, okay, there is more than yeah. one, like... It is hard to like be like, where's Mara? But like, even
0: if only two of them are ever gonna show up again. Well, Leia as well, but
1: Yeah. Doesn't Vima only show up like literally once Yeah, I don't even I don't know what happens Empire? to
0: her after like if she's supposed to have died or just went away.
1: You know how like so many like Star Wars wiki articles for like planets and stuff will be like This planet was conquered by the Yuuzhan Vong during their invasion, because, like, it's just, like, the thing, like, all planets have in common. That's just what happened to Vima. She was just conquered by the Yuuzhan Vong.
0: Affiliation, Yuuzhan Vong. (laughs) They dropped a
1: goddamn moon on her.
0: Well, just because they show up in, like, uh, as a name in an atlas within a little bubble where the Yuuzhan Vong invaded.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: And then we have to use that as the only that, text in Throne Revenge. Because there's literally nothing else known <laughs> yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. I would just be making shit up.
0: But we do get uh, we get some battle meditation.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking that must have... Because I haven't really read the... Um, oh, what are the other comics called again? Tales? The, um, Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. Or Tales of the Jedi, sorry. I haven't really read those. I'm assuming that that's so... Heavily mentioned because it ties into tales, but like I said, I've never really, you know, if that's the case or not. I
0: believe it is. Um, I don't know if Nomi does it, but it, it's like it's definitely a bigger thing in those, uh, mm-hmm. and like uh, Ulik does it. I think.
1: Oh right, because he's got like does he have, does he have a meditation sphere? I forget galactic like drum? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. When he's when these Sith, I forget. Because it was those that introduced <coughs> the meditation sphere, wasn't it? Yeah. So, and those were usually used for like battle meditation, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I just don't remember which era they showed that off in. If it was mm-hmm. before or after that cuz it might have been one of the earlier Sith wars.
1: So what? why I was kind of a little thankful, and that's the one area that will benefit most from a fresh touch, mm. I think, is the, like, pre, like the, there's too many goddamn Sith Wars, there's too many, um, like, Jedi, there's Jedi Civil Wars, Sith Wars, like, there's just, it happens, like, it feels like every few thousand years, and it's just too hard to keep track of it all. Yeah. Um.
0: It's also the area where they're likely to, like, wholesale include stuff, though, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's fine, because, like, I think, like, Nice the Old Republic is unique enough that, like, it has, it stands out, and, like, you kind of understand how, like, you know, the Mandalorian Wars lead into everything else, but then it's, like, when you try to keep that in line with like all the stuff that happened before that and then after that and it's like even with bane i think it's like the the connections are clear enough but yeah yeah they just there's just they just threw too many wars like the hyperspace war like like all that stuff i think it's a bit much Mm. um um
0: So Han is going to go to deep space to send a message to Lando. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're going to help with the invasion. Luke is dreaming a lot about wrinkles. Uh, I don't know if this is implied to be like uh, just PTSD kind of thing or if this is like actually wrinkles sending him visions or fucking with him from afar.
1: Yeah. Oh, and is that also when uh, Luke says... Uh, he has a vision where Leia's children will be grown up. I'm like, uh, <laughs> who wants to tell him? <laughs> Some of them will grow up. Oh, and no, sorry. That, this is their first. Sorry, that's the vision he has later. This is just.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, this there is the a, special, a special moment with Jem and Luke where Luke's jealous that Han has a family and he has mm-hmm. nothing, but they found each other. Yeah. Their heart's bright with waves of unexpected happiness. The two Jedi become oblivious to everything around them. A silent swift shadows see this is exactly what was happening with
1: Luke and Gariel like she's not even into him that's the thing Luke's just imagining the shit <laughs> this is the exact same thing that was happening at that friggin dinner um on Bakura with the Gariel captain
0: no Jem's into it don't yeah, she's don't Gariel Jem
1: don't that that's something I do to Charlie I, I, I should <laughs> shouldn't gaslight him like that
0: <laughs> you just tell him that Gariel captain isn't into him and he's like Who's Gary? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only because Drake. Scarab droids are coming in to poison them. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, we get, uh.
1: Leia straight up cuts, uh, what's his name in half, which is pretty badass. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Morty. And then she blocks a blaster bolt with her hand, like Vader. Or. Er, yeah, that's wait—is that her that does that? Or no, never mind. Oh, wait,
0: she no, blocks up no, 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 blaster bolt with her torso.
1: Sorry, that that's one of the yeah, that's one of the. It's hard to tell. <laughs> that's one of the bad guys.
0: Justin, she gets shot. I don't think. He...
1: Yeah, no, I, I I was misreading the the earlier scenes.
0: Actually, this isn't more foreshadowing because she gets pissed off at the remote because she, uh, she can't block it and then mm-hmm. she cuts it in half then she can't block the blaster from uh, other evil McBad dude that I, I don't care about the name of. Well it's
1: not it's not Leia that gets shot, it's uh, Jim.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think, I
1: think you said it was, oh, okay yeah. Yeah that is that is some, some foreshadowing. Basically she sucks. Yeah she, she never learned her.
0: the blocking skill and then Leia Maybe. cuts him in half.
1: But Probably could have used some of that time canoodling to, uh, you know, learn the Force, maybe.
0: She was blocking some different blaster bolts. What Studying the white current.
1: <laughs> yeah, charging up that ion can. I mean, Impondigius also has a built-in lightsaber in his arm, which is pretty metal.
0: <laughs> it's really just a spork.
1: <laughs> like look at that picture it's it's very short yeah i do like the scene with the uh the three jedi um standing down the uh the dark summers. yeah pretty cool and the kick are you scene. ready Rafe? yeah my <laughs> sister's dead he's pretty he's pretty metal i like at the end too how they break that <laughs> his sister's dead <laughs> they're like uh will she be all right and uh vima's like she will be well her spirit goes on (laughs) let's just say that (laughs) to join the great company of the jedi it's like so is she okay (laughs) it's like she's literally smoking like (laughs) no smoke is a bad sign that's that's her spirit leaving her so what do you think Then we get the uh, sort of uh, Battle of Crait esque showdown with the Empire. Um, We get like those turrets that come out of the ground. They get. They have like. uh...
2: Also, I think we get
1: mention of that. Don't we get mention of the defenses of? I don't remember if it's New Alderaan in later book. I believe we do. Like this, is it?
0: It might be Jedi Academy trilogy. Yeah.
1: Cuz then they have also got the nanny droid. Cuz um, Kevin
0: Anderson does bring in a good amount of the the comic book stuff to to certain yeah. things.
1: Yeah. Okay. Is it actually the Darkness trilogy? Cuz aren't they are they I think it is cuz I think they're protecting um, what's her name? Um Jason's son- daughter. Why am I forgetting Alana? her name? Yeah, I th- I think it's Alana.
0: No, Alana is isn't not it Nana. Is Alana even born yet in the Dark trilogy? I don't think she's conceived yet. Is-
1: isn't she born halfway through? I think okay, she's maybe I'm wrong.
0: Maybe she's conceived and then not at the end. Because there's five years between, and I guess... is she nine by? Plenty of Falcon afraid of the Jedi? Like if she's yeah maybe God, I really need to reread that nah. I bought the timeline on her really <laughs> fucked up
1: yeah it's also kind of weird with her because like Tenokata is that thing where uh, she's pregnant for a really long time with the yeah. force <laughs> and then
0: uh, Han and Leia speculate about how ugly the dad must be if they're not telling
1: anyone
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that nanny droid defense thing is the three-lock, three-rock planetoid Anakin was hidden on, Tygo says. I don't really remember that. I used to remember there's a scene where the turret's come out of the ground, and... Okay. Anyway. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. There's, it's just, like, so, I've read, just read so much shit, like, it all starts to blend together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, so many repeated, like, ideas and stuff, too. So. Especially when you're just
0: going to certain books for, like, a few passages, it just gets... Yeah, yeah. It all—it's hard to remember where stuff is from or what it was referencing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. Anyway, but yeah, the battle is kind of crate esque because they've got advanced walkers moving on the position. They've got like a little force hiding out. They're running off into the caves, and then uh, the Falcon and some other ships come in and basically uh, clear out the way. Mm-hmm. So maybe a little more. The uh, they're going for Hoth. You think? Yeah, I oh yeah, I mean obviously they weren't going for crate but well, there's um, I wasn't
0: suggesting they I wasn't suggesting that you were suggesting that they were time traveling but mm-hmm. I think it's just as similar to Hoth as crate there.
1: Yeah, I guess I just saw the retreating into the caves and the big guns, but yeah, I think you're right. Um in Jedi Academy they, Oh yeah, they they fight the spider droids. That's right. Okay, so it is Jedi Academy. Right. Um Remember that? They got like the weird droid like yeah. can like Yeah. Um so the Alliance survives, Akbar and Mothma, and seemingly a bunch of them are there. Literally uh, no one important oh,
0: def- like oh, Yeah. The destruction of the base hadn't
1: Sorry sorry, matter. sorry, sorry, hold on. Is this podcast boring you, Corey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it's no, not boring just- you? No, I have a good time talking with my uh, very good friend. Oh, who's that?
0: Oh, shit. I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, This is a video I never thought I'd have to make, but um, (laughs) there have been some allegations that I was bored on the podcast. Uh, I had had a long day beforehand. I was sick, and I still, Hmm. I still, when sick, made sure that I could talk with my good friend Justin about Star Wars Dark Empire 2. And...
2: Mm -hmm.
1: One of the darkest of empires.
0: Star Wars The Fifty Shades of Grey Empire. Mm -hmm. So I apologize if part of my sickness... And I yawn regularly throughout the episodes as the person who is brave enough to use face cam. Fair enough. Because we, we record rather late. And I'm old.
1: Well, it's actually later for me, and I am just as old as you are.
0: And you have a kid, so I don't know. If... I have a kid. But you
1: you and don't use my face My cam... wife was sick today. You don't use face cam, no. so how
0: are we supposed to know if you're yawning or not?
1: That's true. Can we not fucking cancel me, please? You started you okay? it. okay?
0: You started it. I did.
1: And I can't handle it. Alright, we're at the very end. We've got the scene where uh, Luke sees um, the three solo children not knowing that uh, one of them will die to the Yuuzhan Vong, and uh, one of them will kill the other. And so that one is a Sith Lord. Really... Yeah, and then the other one goes on to become the matriarch of some uh, new empire. So, uh, Really
0: batting a thousand there, <laughs>
1: Yeah, great job, Leia. You probably should have just not.
0: Actually, the one on the right there, who I assume is Anakin, uh, yeah. that might actually be Lobaka. If oh, you look closely. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see any distinguishing feature, like anything that separates the hair and the rest Yeah, of the they face. don't look
0: especially human. So maybe what we're seeing there is actually, like middle is unmistakably Jaina. That's clear. Well, so that's Jaina, lobaka a nanny droid, and Kent Hamner.
1: <laughs> wow. Kent
0: Hamner pre Saba.
1: Well, obviously he's standing and not a broken mess on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's just fallen off a catwalk because he was murdered by Saba. damn that's the third time I've. Uh, topped out this mic this episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Peaked it. I'm sorry. Clearly you're just
0: getting um, too excited.
1: <laughs> a little bit. And then um, we get the uh, the scene of R2 and C-3PO and let me just say C-3PO can get it. C-3PO's got a carriage on <laughs> I don't want to undercut
0: that that beautiful sentiment there.
1: No, no, I want to hear your opinion on it before you.
0: On three uh, PO's carriage.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dad Haft. But.
1: When you're trying to perform your protocol duties, but your big ass <laughs> just keeps clanking.
0: He's the original clanker.
2: Yeah.
0: The, the page before that, the scene with. Uh, all the Jedi are looking at the uh, the Sith War engraving and then Luke is lamenting that the Jedi have been struggling with the dark side for aeons. So many have died and now I have lost another. I wish I could have saved her, Rafe. And then Rafe has to console Luke on his sister's like, death. Yeah, like,
1: like you, you knew her for 20 years. Yeah,
0: months. like, can we stop just buying into Luke's pity party all the time? Can we be here yeah. for Rafe right now, please?
1: I will say, as a uh, from Anakin though, that's a pretty metal place to be born. I never thought about the fact that Empodajeo's brand is like just feet away from the room where Anakin is being birthed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be thinking about that when I read Star by Star in 2026.
0: Are you? Yeah, I will. That brand is that close.
1: Yes. Not only in Padme's brand, but the whole crew. Cam Solusar was there. That's kind Where of, were you when like, Anakin you thought about that before? was born? Cam Solusar was one of the first people to see Anakin Solo.
0: I I can't say that I've ever cared before.
1: Also, can you? It's if, if you think about it, that's like it's like been or it's what fifteen years until that happens. Like that's a. That's a long time. That's a lot of... A lot of I, bantam in here. I love <laughs> a that. A bantam crammed in there. I love that it seems
0: like Han and Leia hadn't actually discussed what they were going to name Anakin beforehand. Yeah, I know. And Han is like, we're calling him Han Solo Jr. And then Leia's like, no, don't be ridiculous. We're naming him after my evil, murderous Hitler father. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. like...
1: To be fair... Jaina was Han's mom, right? Or I don't know. Yeah, isn't? I don't know who they were named after, if anyone. Pretty sure Jaina is Han's mom. Han Solo parents. Jonas. And his he and his wife Jaina died when Han was young. I don't know All who right. Jason is. Um. But, obviously, Harris and Dula's, uh son. Yeah,
0: he's named after his new canon self.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Chat, does anyone know? Who, who's Jason? Um, but, yeah, Anakin. Anakin really was the best of all three of them, wasn't he? Uh, No. You don't think?
0: As a character? Like, he was definitely the strongest. No,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I mean like he was like the uh the uber jedi He was the
0: OP one, yeah. That's why he had to be yeah. nerfed.
1: <laughs> yeah, nerfed hard.
0: <laughs> they they fixed an issue think, where like... Anakin was going to kill everyone in the galaxy.
1: Um What do you th- What do you think about how this I mean this is as good a time as any. This is the first time we've had the entire Solo family together. Um what do you think about them killing Anakin and Jason? About like two like tearing the family apart that much? Should they have done both? Because um, hmm. like I know there's a lot of people who are just like, if you're gonna kill Jason, like why Anakin as well? And I, I kind of get that because I, I feel frustrated sometimes too.
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like everything we got out of what happened to the Solo family was some way. of the best character Post. writing we've gotten out of Star Wars. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah. I would have preferred, ultimately, that Jason doesn't go to the dark side. Or if he does mm-hmm. go to the dark side, doesn't go, like, full like he did. But that also ended mm-hmm. up being my favorite character arc because of everything that went into it yeah and part of that does come from like part of what makes that impactful is that uh and possibly even makes that possible is that Anakin had died before and so you see how Mm -hmm. all four of them kind of deal with that and deal with not wanting the galaxy to be that way again so Mm -hmm. Jaina kind of goes dark side for a bit but she just gets like kind of violent and gets like true Jedi way, sword of the Jedi, this is who mm-hmm. I am, that's what I'm doing. Jason looks for like yeah. any alternative path to learn something that the Jedi didn't, that um uh that could stop people from ending up like his grandfather, and that's ultimately what leads yeah. him to become like his grandfather. And then Han, you see how he deals with Chewbacca and and Anakin and how he mm-hmm. kind of cuts himself off from his family and leia just tries to hold everything and <laughs> the one mother who tries to hold it all together but i but that's where you get a lot mm-hmm. of the uh point where certain pre-existing star wars fans kind of wanted to get off too because it was that much yeah. darker situation mm-hmm. uh so i understand why it's controversial. But for me, that was a big part of what got and kept me in Star Wars the way I was. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, there. those are, especially the Kydus thing, is a very late EU point for a lot of people. Like, that was past the glory days for a lot of people, so... <laughs> um, not everyone, but I mean, I think a lot of people kind of were more... Even if they were still into the EU, I think by that point there was a lot more like you know old republic stuff being offered and it was like clone wars and stuff yeah Uh, or i guess yeah so yeah um i I think i don't know it's it's sad though but like anakin is the most anakin is the most interesting individual to me but i think jason and jaina's together are more interesting than him like the twin dynamic is cool yeah i've never
0: really found anakin to be an especially interesting character though
1: i don't think his character is interesting i just think like his kind of de- like his destiny and mm. stuff is interesting um, <coughs> his weird and, like, powers like, that he always has kind of like the most like selfless like he's like, he you know he's like a 15 year old kid who's like literally probably if like he's got a girlfriend he killed himself well he lets himself die like You know, it's pretty...
0: He does get one of the best um, death scenes of anyone in Star Wars, too.
1: He does have a good one, yeah. Um, I I really can't
0: wait to get to Star by Star. That is going to be so good.
1: Yeah, I'm excited, too. Anyway, I think we pretty much covered everything. Do you want to... Someone said there's a new Clone Wars Season 7 trailer. I want to watch that. So, do you want to... um, Yeah, so we just got... uh,
0: We got two emails. Uh, is that what you said? Email. You, I'm not sure if I'm...
1: yeah, in. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Emails.
0: Uh, oh, actually, we got a few other emails as well, but okay. uh,
1: I'll try to open it as well, and I can.
0: Uh, so our first email from Hans. Uh,
1: Here, I can read it. Yeah, since your voice yeah, is if you fucked. Um, now that we're on the topic of reborn emperors, how does the return of Palpatine compare to Vitiate, Valkorion, and how he's brought back from dead? Uh, do you think Vitiate was too OP? I mean, they're different because From what I remember, and that's, I think this is the same for you, Corey, but that's really not my area of, like, lore expertise. I was never into the Old Republic. Um, but, I guess they're just different techniques, doesn't Vitiate mostly, like, absorb, like, energy and stuff? Isn't that how he kind of stays around
0: yeah this year, i really don't know much about him i basically just know what i got from watching the trailers for or mm-hmm. the cinematics for um yeah. for tor so i don't really have anything that i can really say about him
1: yeah i mean he lives for thousands of years from when i remember correctly yeah i do think he's too uh, i don't OP. really like yeah i don't like how they um retcon some of like the Revan stuff be like vishy at being responsible for it i like i prefer Reven and malik to kind of be self-directed um i think that's much more interesting than having like um some like dark evil emperor uh yeah manipulating them uh, uh thanks for the question though
0: yeah thank you and uh for- die ghostfish is asking if there's going to be chat questions as well if you guys want to tag uh at Corey's data pad here so it's a bit easier for me to see him we'll take a couple i don't know if there's a bunch we might not be able to get to all of them because i i think i'm gonna be incapable of talking soon <laughs> but uh yeah so if you just want to tag us uh tag me so i can actually see it um okay and he's dying yeah apparently <laughs> our next question is from justin here, i'll read it because this beard, is a very long, long one yes
1: um, so he's talking about how the dark empire. Thank you, Justin, for the email. Uh, this is the second or third one. Um, so, dark empire and represents represent two different directions. How do you think the Legends EU broadly would have looked? And would have looked if the dark empire approach was taken? Uh, would we have still gotten story arcs like the you hear on the Long War and Second Galactic Civil War, uh, or just Palpatine returning over and over again in the forty K levels of escalation? I mean, that's a good question because there definitely is a different tone to the universe this way. Uh, It's more distinct from the original trilogy than the Theron trilogy. Um, I think the EU would have been much less popular. I think that... I can't really tell whether we would have gotten um, stuff like the Second Galactic Civil War. But I think we would have gotten a trilogy like the Jedi Academy trilogy after this. Because Empire's End really sets that up. I mean, all all, all three of the... uh, The end of all three of the uh, comics set up... The kind of foundation for a new Jedi Order. Um, the first, like the end of Dark Empire 1 is like Luke wanting to. The end of Dark Empire 2 is like Luke's on his way. And then we get kind of more of that in Empire's End. Um, other than that, it's hard to tell. But I think tonally it might have been different.
0: Um, I would even go as far as saying that if Dark Empire had been kind of the tone of the, uh, had won out for the tone of the expanded universe there's a good chance that it wouldn't have survived as, like, a unified thing past the 90s. Uh, it's entirely possible that Bantam or Del Rey or whoever would have gotten a book license afterwards. But I feel like kind of like how Marvel was kind of pushed to the side. Uh, if Dark Empire had been, like, the dominant one, we would have kind of gotten a soft reboot a lot earlier. Yeah, I would be surprised. Uh, yeah. That's just kind of my, my take on that. Because... Uh, like I really did enjoy Dark Empire One, I think people have probably picked up my opinion of Dark Empire Two has not been as high. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do think even for the parts that I did like, there it's very much a '90s thing, so it would have been a mm-hmm. huge tonal shift between uh, that and what would have had to come next. So mm-hmm. even there was a there was a big shift between Bantam and Del but it wasn't quite to the same extent. It was more what risks they were willing to take or not going from the end of the Bantam era into the New Jedi Order. Uh, And I think it would have been an even bigger digression and they would have wanted to uh, redo whatever had happened with the characters after Endor. It would have been probably a reboot similar to the level that we saw with the Disney buyout.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Thrawn trilogy is a lot more timeless than Dark Empire, so... It's also possible that had this been the uh, focal point, we just wouldn't have had a strong EU, um, and then maybe even like when Disney did the wipe, maybe then the EU still wouldn't have been as big a focus. It's really it's really hard to say. Yeah. Um, I think next we have. Did you guys that we've got Die Ghost Fish? Uh, did you guys know that most of Narsha show up and Anne Crispin's Han Solo trilogy? I think I was aware of that, but I've only read that once. Uh, he said that would be an interesting diversion after Empire's End. So we'll put that in the pile for consideration. Um, do we have any more emails, Corey, that you want to uh, get to?
0: There's two in the promotions tab if you want to look at that. The first one here is from Joel Davis. Uh, okay. I'll uh, I got this. Don't worry. I, I'm going <laughs> to okay, just run my voice right into the ground. if <laughs> may as All well. Right. I'm curious, despite what you guys might feel about Episode 9, do you think that Lucasfilm will try to assimilate this Resurrection of Palpatine story into the larger canon and not more or less ignore it like Dark Empire was? Mm -hmm. If so, what are certain things from Palpatine's canon Resurrection that you would like to see explored, such as how he might have brought himself back into the Sith Eternal cult, expansion lore, Exegol, etc.? Thanks for taking my question. I think a big part of that, uh, a big part of why the Resurrection was ignored beforehand uh, and, like, the lead-up to it was just because a lot of that ground had already been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the Thrawn trilogy had already been written and Timothy Zahn specifically didn't want to deal with Dark Empire. Uh, so especially with it being a movie thing now uh, and uh, with the kind of stuff we got in the Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary, I think there are much more... Uh, and it is a much more open space, a 30-year-long uh, period there's a lot more room to tell those stories, so I think it'll definitely happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It is a different situation. I do think one thing that's sort of... Th- there are a few similarities, though, and one I will say is we kind of got a hint from Pablo Hidalgo, who's got a private Twitter feed, but which I, I'm not I, I'm not given the privilege of following him, but he's got a private Twitter feed, but someone screenshot this. He basically hinted at the fact that certain elements of the Expanded Universe have been written, the new EU, have been written with the presumption that Colin Trevorrow's Episode 9 would be the eventual conclusion to the sequel trilogy. So, for example, he talked about the fact that Coruscant hasn't been a thing in the new EU because it was basically going to be the the main setting for most of Episode 9. So one thing that episode, the version we did get has going against it, is the fact that A lot of the EU wasn't really set up to be as well integrated with it as it could have been. Um, Hmm. So, how will Palpatine's, and I'm kind of of the opinion, and I think you might have mentioned this too, Corey, that I don't think they're going to touch after Episode Nine for a while. Um, So, any integration with stuff like that will have to happen beforehand. There's been rumors that, like, the new Project Luminous will deal with stuff in the Unknown Regions and, like, sith gods and stuff so that could tie in pretty heavily that's certainly in the ballpark of exegol so that could tie in with the resurrection episode nine but i do think there's going to be a struggle because of how kind of abrupt palpatine's return was um but yeah good question Uh, Um, the other the other promotions tab email is mostly something just for us saying we fucked up an an upload somewhere Yeah, to look into that. So, thank you, Rick. We'll take a look into that. But yeah, yeah, thank you, Rick. I think that's basically it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I. I mean, let's just do general thoughts, I guess. Um, For me, this ironically has some of the same issues that the sequel trilogy has for me. Um, It doesn't feel like Episode One or sorry, Dark Empire One and Dark Empire Two were written with a greater, with an overall trajectory in mind, like. Dark Empire 2 just feels tacked on to Dark Empire 1, um, because Dark Empire 1 feels like it could be a closed story, much of Dark Empire 2 is basically retrotting the same ground, or, um, like, there's not really a lot of plot threads that are picked up, like, for example, we see, sorry, we see Luke destroy most of the cloning chambers, um, but then in Dark Empire 2, it's like, well, we've got more, um, we have this interesting arc with Nar Dunn, Dark Empire 1, where we meet Vima. Dark Empire 2 is like, well, we're actually going to go back and find her again. Uh, same with the Boba Fett stuff. Uh, I guess the pregnancy stuff is sort of brought up, but Dark Empire 1 was certainly written like it could be a standalone, I think. Mm-hmm. and I think Dark Empire 2, and we'll probably see the same thing with Empire End, sort of suffer because they're not, they don't feel like a cohesive narrative and I mean that's the complaint that I've had with the sequel trilogy and a lot of people have had you can tell that each one is written sort of independently uh, unlike something like the Thrawn trilogy which they sp- you know they sprinkle hints of what's going to happen at the end of book three from the very first pages um, and that's what makes like a truly truly great uh, piece of Star Wars media for me at least um, yeah and ultimately the OT has the same problems but yeah that's my thought on the, uh, the comic yeah, and I I
0: think uh, I kind of echo you a bit there, but the like where Dark Empire one, uh, even though I don't love it, it it's more it it basically is these two comics kind of encapsulate my thoughts about Rise of Skywalker as well. Where mm-hmm. Dark Empire one was kind of like all the stuff I liked about it, even if I didn't love every element of it, it had the the elements of it that I liked um yeah for similar reasons where there's even if i don't agree with all the overall choices there's cool execution with it uh some cool moments but then there's also a bunch of moments that i don't like and that's basically dark empire 2 where all of dark empire 2 kind of feels disposable except for anakin's birth um the characters they introduce like gem's dead already Uh, We know Emma J.O.S. is going to die and Rafe is going to die. If you haven't read the other ones, sorry, it's happening. Uh, Anakin's here, though, and Cam is here. But the thing is, Cam really wasn't introduced here, so even he's kind of... I'm not going to give that to it. And, like, as you said, Vima, we meet again, but we already met her. A lot of the action scenes are fucking... Boba, and who cares about that, or the Radon Biss, which went nowhere, like literally nothing came of that, nothing came of the droids from Balmora the on Biss was pointless we got to see the Chrysalis that's Beast, really but who point. cares Palpatine did nothing the galaxy gun blew up a planet, but no one was on it, like nothing happens in Dark Empire 2
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's a really good point, yeah you're right, it, it's it's just kind of a like, you can give Dark Empire 1 a lot of credit for being um, different and, like, just how kind of bold it is. Yeah. Um, but you can't make the same argument for Dark Empire 2 and Empire's End, um, especially because it's really just more. We get a second Eclipse Super Star Destroyer. We get, you know, like, Dark Empire 1 introduces so many things. We get the World Devastators. We get the Super Star Destroyers. I mean, yeah, you can, you can complain about overuse of super weapons that's very valid but like when you have all that stuff combined with palpatine returning like that's a lot of interesting concepts whether they work for you or not you have to admit that's a lot of interesting concepts brought in um so and honestly
0: if you just have dark empire one then you're getting the eclipse or you're getting the World Devastators. So I wouldn't even I probably wouldn't even consider it overuse of superpowers at that point or super weapons at that point. I would have just thought, like yeah. this is these collection of super weapons that have been built up, but it's like, no, those got destroyed. Here's some more. Yeah, no,
1: exactly. And, and then we yeah. get the galaxy gun is a bit much and
0: the galaxy yeah, gun so... and uh, eclipse two and everything that all explodes in a Rube Goldberg machine of R2 yeah. doing the exact same stuff that he did with the World Devastators. Like, there's nothing really new that happens between Dark Empire 2 and Empire's End.
1: Plus, we get the issue of Palpatine clones, which is already, like, Palpatine coming back from the death is already criticized when it happens once, but it happens, what, three total times? Um, or Yeah, he, like, he comes back multiple times because um, he, he's killed on the Eclipse he dies of old age uh, in Dark Empire one and then he comes back from his death on Endor so it's like he keeps coming back and like that theme by the time we get to Dark Empire three is just like like it's just not as interesting as it was before um, so th- they had to do something to kind of connect with Dark Empire one I think but also ramp it up um, I don't really know they didn't they, they didn't successfully do that, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and actually I, I would have preferred that scenario where I would have preferred if they'd kept one Palpatine, but they did basically the Rise of Skywalker thing where he was like constantly decrepifying and then recrepifying. Yeah. Where exactly. that was that was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Just mm-hmm. that effect on Palpatine. I thought that was visually really cool. Stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, the one thing I do like, I do like the uh, the the executor uh, Cedrus, and I like that the dark Jedi is kind of cool. I don't like Palpatine gifting the dark side to people. Yeah. I think that's pretty lame. Um, but the like Cedrus is kind of cool. Like some of the Belmora stuff is cool, I guess. But like it's never used again, so that kind of makes it. It's and, yeah. I, I think we've made our point. Yeah. Right? It, well, it's.
0: So just uh, it it the the biggest thing that you kind of get from it is that it makes not just the super weapons not just the dark Jedi but Palpatine himself disposable. Where, yeah. like, you know he's gonna die, and then who cares because we know he's just gonna come back, mm-hmm. and then he's almost yeah. like stops feeling threatening. Like,
1: especially where there's secret cloning chambers and stuff, because like we see Luke kill all but one of the clones, so you're like, okay, this is the the last time. yeah, And you have, like, the the threat of, like, okay, he's constantly decaying and he's only got so many left, so it's like, yeah, you're right. He feels like a, a beatable enemy, but... And then it's just like, nah, he's got more. Yeah. He's, he's sexy again.
0: But, yeah, that those... I really just feel like Dark Empire would have been better without Dark Empire 2. So, as much as I, I... I don't like being negative on the show. Me neither. But I, I feel like this is something where it was just... Yep. Retreading yeah, retreading what they I did before and kind of cheapening more. it when they did it.
1: Yeah, I didn't remember disliking this this much, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just disliked this a lot more than I expected to. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, happy so note to end on there.
1: Yeah, we've got a new uh, Clone Wars trailer to watch. It's uh, pretty, how long is it? Uh, not super long. A, in a, a minute or so, but yeah, Clone Wars coming soon. Lots of exciting stuff for Star Wars fans. Um, yeah, looks like some cool space battles. Maybe we'll talk about that at the beginning of the next episode.
0: And I just want to point out that we talked about cutting out the, like, the extra segments that we normally do just to make sure that uh, it went a little bit shorter. And this is
1: one of the longer episodes, I think, even with that. Very cool. All right, let's end it now then. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Just a reminder, you can email us any questions at tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com. That's T-A-P-C-A-F transmissions. And you can follow our new Twitter account. If you do it right now, you can probably be one of the first 100 or so. Very cool. Uh, Yeah, that's all I've got for you guys. Want to say goodbye, Corey? Goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey.